guys, there there is a tragedy going on in the Atlantic Ocean right now, Dean. An absolute tra- tra- Aquaman tragedy. Aquaman 2? Travesty. Oh, yeah. wow. Tragedy. No, not Aquaman 2. Um, apparently, rich people go and visit the Titanic uh, wreckage. And um, I guess one of the submersibles, the submarines have been lost at sea, right? And it's been dominating the news cycle. That's, you know, fuck everything else in the world, right? These five idiots are stuck at the bottom of the sea and they got 30 hours of oxygen left. And it's funny because I've seen a lot of people say like, oh my God, that's my biggest nightmare. Yeah. How? When when, when are you ever going to be in that situation? (laughs) And I'm wondering, because it's been a lot of people that have said this, what is your big, like, weird thing that's like really oddly specific fear that you have oh we talked about it the other day My, yeah because ben spelunking 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 in a cave Spelunking. yeah, yeah. Spelunking. in a cave mm-hmm. that shit dude my fat ass if i can't open a door i'm not going in it you know what i mean like wow ain't no way Wow, what much less fitting inside a fucking submergible. Are you kidding me? A submergible. That's a Rickyism. <laughs> Goddamn submergible. That's, that's what they're called. Submersible. You oh, sorry. <laughs> submergible. Submergible well, is only when you're speedlunking. <laughs> yeah, submergible. Wow. A submergible. Like Submerging to the bottom of the ocean. Submersible. <laughs> is it really submerged? Weird. Submarine. Oh what God. about you, Ben? I okay. You guys are gonna call bullshit, but I think it's honestly true. I don't have very many fears at all, if if really any. Nothing has ever really scared me, death other than like death in general. Like I, I because I don't know what happens after death. That freaks me out a little bit, but like not enough to lose sleep at night. If anything, I I have like those reoccurring dreams as a set of my friends falling off balconies, and I have to like scrape them off the pavement and shit. It's really oh, yeah, dark, but told, yeah, it's really dark. That. But that's but that's not even like a fear specifically. It's just like a weird nightmare. So and like I've you know I have friends that were afraid of spiders in the dark and all of the things, but nothing's ever got me like that. So that's wow. where I'm at. I'm pretty yeah. sure Ben's biggest phobia is at the store only having regular sized condoms. Oh anyway, so I think my biggest one wow. is <laughs> I think my biggest one is dinosaurs. If I was trapped in Jurassic Park, it would be absolutely horrifying. Now, is that a realistic phobia? I don't know. Someday it could actually be, right? Scientists are always going too far. So we never learn our lessons. And dude, if a T-Rex was face to face with you, it just sends a chill down my spine. I can't get on the Jurassic Park or Jurassic World ride. Wow. I'm too terrified. Oh, to I thought of one. Clips. I thought of one. I have a bit of an irrational fear of throwing up. I've I've always have. I, really? I purposely will drink less to make sure I don't. I like I get wow. nervous about food poisoning. And it's part a... of the reason I didn't love the the movie of the week. Sam. Wow. There's a um there's a point in my life where I think I got over that and I can just do it now. And it's it's awful, but I don't know. I had a I had a really bad interaction with the medication I was taking. It would make me do that a lot, and it I went on for like a year before I was like, maybe I should look into this. Found out that was why, and solved all my damn problems. Honestly, a great um, throw up is it feels great, Ben. Don't be afraid of it. Lean into it. Honestly, like a good just shit. Throws me right out. You know, the dinosaur <laughs> thing though is pretty scary too. I, Bro, I, I we didn't think to of this, those terms. We went to this museum on Sunday, 
the witty they have a dinosaur exhibit going on actually actually two dinosaur exhibits and um holy fuck like i knew the quetzalcoatlus was like a big ass like dinosaur but they have one at like where it's walking height that thing is like 20 feet tall it's fucking huge terrifying it's horrifying I live near a place called Dude. Drumheller, which has some of the most dinosaur burnt bones like found in the whole world. And wow. they have they have a dinosaur outside of a cafe that's two stories tall. It's literally like it's it's I'm, like I'll a brachiosaur. Find... No, it's I think it's a T Rex. But I'll, wow. I'll see if I can find the picture. I've been there before. I'm, I'm never coming there. to visit. Coming so my... face to face with a bear. Mm. That freaks me the fuck out. That's more of a or like rational a, fear, or like though. a cougar though. That's pretty rational. Ooh. Uh, yeah, big cats too. Be, well, they're fucking fast, though. Like, yeah. a, a bear's fast, Dude, but a cat's very agile, too. Again, my fat ass coming across anything that's going to threaten my life. That's why I carry. That's why I carry, baby. I speaking of which, I've speaking of which <laughs> one of my irrational fears, I feel like I have been taken by aliens before. Dean says I just lost my way in traffic, but no, I think I did. Uh, being abducted by aliens, super rational fear. I had to Google, are aliens immune to 9mm? I don't think they are. <laughs> um, and then also, um, oh, man, that video from Egypt, like getting attacked by a shark, bro. I don't go swimming in the ocean. Like I know that most shark attacks happen like in less than three feet of water. So a two foot 11, that's the limit, bro. I mean, it's a good thing you live in Texas. Limit. We have, Texas has like one of the largest coastlines. You told world. me it wasn't coastal. You said that that was crap. Yeah, but Antonio you, it like... is crap, but. You have to realize how big tech, and I know you live in Canada, yeah. but Texas, Texas has such a diverse, like we have plains, we have mountains, we have forests, we have coasts. I live in the hill slash plains part, but like you could drive two hours and be at the beach yeah, or you can drive two so hours still and be technically in get like North Texas. Your, I think your, there's, uh, if yeah. you count all the little State. ins and outs of the Texas coastline, we have more coastline than like my uh florida yeah hate to see it erwin says all this dinosaur talk makes me miss that dino game they actually just updated it a few days ago so i might have to play that at some point anyways let's uh now that we all know each other's fears uh let me where's my damn button at let's get into it are you an angel what an angel i heard the deep space pilots talk about them they're the most beautiful creatures in the universe Hello there. We are tonight's entertainment. We would be honored if you would join us. You got a billion toys. <laughs> you brought me a doll collection. These are not dolls, Jim. These are commodities. Same as gold or oil. Five, four, three, two, one, zero. You are now listening to the Collecting Weekly Podcast. This is the true form of floor gang right here. Very nice. YouTube.com slash collecting weekly. Thank you very much. That's very cool. Big, big, big. Hey guys, my name is Zach. I'm Dean. I'm Marco. And I'm Ben. Bendito took the week off this week. Wow. Welcome to nice. Dean. Looks so sassy at the mic when he said I'm Dean. Like, I'm Dean. <laughs> I did. <laughs> it, it made my beepy just a little wet. Wow. Welcome okay. to this week's episode of Collecting Weekly. It's a weekly podcast where my friends and I talk about the things that matter the most to us this weekend collecting. That's right, everybody. 
And thank you for watching you right there. I'm looking right at you. Wow. Wherever you're Phoenix catching Wright. us, whether it's live, on the replay, Facebook, YouTubes, Twitch, wherever the hell you're at, we love you. Thank you. That is true. <laughs> that is true. We have some angels in the chat. We got Toy Mafia, Abe Dunk TV, Sam Gibson, Aculio, uh, Ninja Squirrel, 30, Charles, a.k.a. Chuck, a.k.a. Just Another Friday Night, Equan, dang, Marco got put in the basement again, 12-inch Moose Stream, uh, <laughs> Tina St. Cruz, uh, Ninja Squirrel, I, I tried reading this comment like 45 times, and I have no fucking clue what you're trying to say. Um, we also have Nikulio, Alvin, Jay, Absolute Irwin, Ben's Biggest Fear is Movie Theories Might Be Right, SpongeBob Squareballs. I actually have, we're doing a live unboxing of the show. I got a package from Thomas. I have no idea what's in it, but it's Classy a birthday gift. Classy Thomas. Sam Gist, Toy Cartel, Thor Gaming. Uh, let's see here. Mark Pearson, The Big Donk. Go sub to his channel. Good evening, gents. Hope everyone have, is having a great start to their week. Uh, Ninja Squirrel 30. Look at that. We found a new dinosaur in the UK last week. I think that's the king. Just kidding. Um, wow. I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. Oh I know Biden is God. nothing. To, to, <laughs> Biden's fucked too, so I'm sorry. <laughs> Lane Kramer. Oh, God. That was good. That Jesus. Was good. I'm sorry. I know Biden is fucked too. I, I'll, I'll take it. Baby Girl 707. <laughs> Yomo, King Dingaling, and Gotham Cenobites. We got Batfish in the chat too. Dean, we have a very special segment that we start off all the best shows with. All the best, guys. And you know yes. what it is. Are you ready? I'm ready. It's new this week. Yeah, yeah. What'd you get new this week? Um, I I did buy three figures this week. They should be in the mail, I guess, next week. So. Nothing yet, but it's coming. No, you guys. No. <laughs> wow, we have a double nut here from wow. Abe Dunk TV. Look at that. CW over Taco Tuesday. This we have to say Taco Tuesday. It's oh. trademarked. Taco Bell. I heard it from LeBron James himself, so That's it must right. be true. Marco, speaking of Taco Tuesday, what do we got? Yes. So first of all, I just want to shout out Dean for bringing the energy today. I don't know what has gotten into him, but he is just bringing <laughs> it right now. Extra iced tea. Yeah. Roll over <laughs> yeah. my homies. <laughs> don't get it. Don't get it twisted. Sweet tea. I love it. I'm drinking so, iced tea today, baby. Heck yeah. So I got this carnage in. It's massive, right? It, it is just such a large piece, but incredibly beautiful. It's sized. It is Ben sized. That's right. Magnum sized. <laughs> it's, it's normal to him in his massive hands. It looks. It we're never going to show size, any, but... share any pictures with you guys ever again. Yeah. Bro, you were on. Send more pictures of that massive thing, Ben. You were on the show last week making that beer can. I mean, the beer bottle looked this big. Anyways, um, yeah, so beautiful piece, honestly. I love that they did jointed. I was really, you know, concerned because the vented, excuse me, the carnage was obviously not as many joints, but this one, you can hide it perfectly. He comes with so many accessories. Incredibly excited to have it. So, yeah, really beautiful piece. Fantastic. And that's a good segue for the Collecting Weekly 3000 subscriber giveaway sponsored by Collector Zone. Um, Bonus code today is Magnum. Go to the go to the link. Here. <laughs> yeah. Magnum. M A M Magnum. A G N U M Magnum, baby. Uh, and you can get a bonus entry. We'll we'll plug that again at the end of the show. Um, so congrats, Marco. And yeah, we have uh, a lot of entries there. I thought I thought we'd get a little bit more of it by this point, but you know, it is what it is. Better chances for everyone else to win. Uh, ben, what did you get this week? 
Yeah, so I actually got a delivery from Zack's Wonderland uh, this week, and it was this box. And at first I was like, ooh, maybe it's the Ocarina of Time, but Zack is coming still sanding soon. that. It's coming okay. soon. Which I was good. I was happy about because I heard a bunch of clicking in the box, and I was like, oh shit, it's been absolutely destroyed in there. Um, but uh, I've been looking for figure stands to go up in top, like on top of my Billy display case, because there's a bit of a lip where the door covers the, the display cabinet. And I've got usually seven inch scale figures, either the Batman animated series figures or my Ninja Turtles up there. So I told Zach I needed like 12 of them at one point, but then I had to sell the house and didn't have the money to buy them anytime soon. And so magically in the mail, I got 12 of these bad boys. You must've used like a pound of plastic though, dude. Like this is like the most plastic I've ever seen yeah. in one box. Uh, and then- it was almost a kilogram of, re- of plastic. That's Not crazy. as much latex as he's seen in a box. Whoa! <laughs> That's what I'm talking about. Why don't those cost more? They should cost twice as much as the ones that I buy. And then I got this uh, really cute little strip of Velcro as well as the Bo-Katan uh, upgrade. Oh, yeah. um, what would you call this? Pauldron? Pauldron no longer yeah, exclusive Pauldron. to Zack's Wonderland, but we'll get there. And one last yeah, thing. We'll I got... There. I got this little Zack's Wonderland little square, and I was like, what the hell is this? And then I realized you could get one of those ink pads and fucking yeah. stamp Zack's Wonderland on everything. It would be awesome. Wow. So, there you go. Yeah, I'm, I'm having a good time. Thank there you for you sending it. It was cool. Yeah. I, I Full really Full disclosure, I didn't put the Velcro. It was a last-minute addition. I forgot to put your thing in there, so I had to print one off real quick and paint it. And mm. I was like, I don't want the Velcro to, like, it's adhesive on the back. I didn't want it to eat into the paint or vice versa. So I was like, by the time it gets there, it should be set. So you should be good to go. Um, But yeah, I think that's the last of the uh, pauldrons that I was making. I have Dean still. And then I had to make one more. uh, Someone had, uh, I admit I fucked up. So I had to remake theirs. It wasn't the up to my quality standards. So uh, that run is closed. So if you want any of those, you got to go through hot toys from this point on. Um, but I had a pretty good week, so uh, I technically got the figure on the left yesterday, uh, last week rather, but I ended up picking up two of the um, retro symbiotes this week, uh, one used and one new, and then I picked up a Marvel Legends Eternal figure, I don't know who it was, he just had like big tentacles, and I'd seen some people on Instagram uh, use them to make the Spider-Man 2 symbiote. And so I picked up that. It was like only like 15 bucks on Amazon. So did that. Also got the um, modern symbiote from Spider-Man 800 Marvel Legends figure. Uh, and then I was on um, <clears throat> eBay. And I was like, I wonder if anyone's made custom Daft Punk minifigs. And this guy in France had some. And they were super expensive. And I'm like, I'm pretty sure these are just from AliExpress. Went to AliExpress, got the full set for 5 bucks. The guy wanted like $25. And so I have the robots from Daft Punk. And I picked up a set for Dean because I know he's a big fan of of, uh, of DP. And uh, Excuse Daft me? Punk. Wow. <laughs> that too. <laughs> yeah, um, that too. <laughs> uh, yeah, I was listening to them earlier uh, before I got jumped on the show. And. Oh, wait, no, I have a few more things. Sorry. Um, I also got some wonderful birthday gifts from some of our listeners. So shout out to Fern uh, for the Spider-Man number seven, the first appearance of Spider-Boy in 9.4. Shout out to Mark slash Slifer for the uh, Sheriff of East Flatbush. Uh, He also sent me a shirt, which uh, if you watch my video on the gun channel tomorrow, 
uh, I was wearing that shirt. It's freaking badass. And then Equan sent me a bunch of Pokemon card packs uh, and like a deck of Pokemon cards and then a Lego set, which is super awesome. Um, what an angel. What an angel. Great guy. And I got a package from Classy Thomas. Oh, I don't know what's inside gonna... of it. He, yeah, we're going to open it live. He, oh, he, cool. he just said, hey, I, I have something for you. And so I don't know what it is. But I'm By the way, I legitimately thought your Daft Punk Lego guys were those old school Lego astronauts that you used to get back in the day when you first showed it. That's uh, what I thought they were. I didn't realize. I'm too old. You some high quality tape. Love to see it. Some ASMR tape action right now. Wow. Can you imagine the listeners listening to their car on the way to work? They're just listening to tape pop I open. Sean so. <laughs> Forge says, "Wow, DP, I almost choked to death." <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so there's a card here. Ooh, cl- classy Thomas with the Starry Night, Vincent Van Gogh. Always Let classy. Let's see here. Happy birthday, Zach. I've heard how much you like the robots, so I thought you might enjoy these. Thomas SpongeBob Squareballs. What a guy. <sighs> what a guy. Thomas is such a great guy, too. He really is. Shit, I almost unplugged my headphones. Holy shit! Holy shit! I'm intrigued. What is it? Mm-hmm. Holy shit! Oh, that oh, some feelers, some DP, bro, bro! Holy shit! Bofa, Bofa! Damn, that's like a three hundred dollars set right there. Bro. I have no idea what we're looking at. Hang on, I'm hey, in the dark. Let me get there. These are amazing. These are holy shit. It Thomas, took me bro. so long to track down a set of these. I'm like shaking. Like Thomas, this this is that is incredible. Holy Jesus, Thomas! It's the uh, for anyone who's unaware, the uh, SH cool. Figure Arts oh my Daft God. Punk set, Guy Manuel and the uh, <clears throat> Thomas oh, I Bangalter. Like, I feel like I'm like like my heart is like pounding. Wow! I've tried to buy these legitimately like seven oh. times, and yeah. um, they get more expensive every t- they every get a, day. Thomas, I, I really owe you something really nice because these are, oh my, I'm like shaking. These are like super expensive. Can you handle yeah. both of them at the same time? Wow. I think so. Yeah. The last time I tried to buy these was in December and the guy wanted a lot of money and I was like, bro, if you can hold these like four days, I can buy them from you. But I think these are sealed too. Holy shit. Yeah, Thomas, this, this is, this, this is, is the most... this is too nice for me, Thomas. Holy shit. Yeah, you can just that. see how excited Zach is in his eyes. Like you just I'm like I'm eyes. like shaking. Like, yeah, that's holy shit! Amazing. Um, God, yeah, dude. And, and as soon as they retired, oh my god, the price went even fucking crazier. These Are retailed for maybe like forty bucks each back in the day. How you, like how old is this now, Dean? Like, uh, God. these are from oh, these are from three um, maybe. No, oh, wow, not that old. No, no, these aren't from O three. But Dean, this is. Aren't these from the uh, the newest album? That's human after all. No, no. Wow, the newest Thomas, album this is, is random access memories. Yeah, they're Thomas. old though. I would maybe because. T- well, let me. God, see. I'm trying did, to find a copyright date. When did Human After All come out? 2008. God, I feel like I'm. I feel like I'm shaking right now. They're pretty old. Maybe 2012. Yeah, they're Thomas not is, that old. Thomas is in the chat here. Spongebob Square Balls. He says, I got them wow. when they first came out. I found them Thomas, in my basement while bro. I was cleaning up, and I thought you might like them. 
bro, I, I'm not even Legend. kidding, Thomas. Like, I've, yeah, Dean, these are 2013. Okay. I, I, I'm not even kidding, Thomas. Like, ever since I started collecting, this has been like a grail for me. This and the 1-6 scale. And I, I've literally tried to buy these like so many times. Yeah. So. Did y'all talk about this on the last episode of After Dark that Thomas was on? No, he, he um, after the show, he had messaged me and told me that he was going to send me a gift. Oh my God. I'm sorry. I'm like, I know them pulling up the show, but this is fucking <laughs> wild. Yeah. Um, yeah. When they, when they retired, the, the price has gone down a little, but not much. But They're when they like retired, I was going to say they went up to almost 200 bucks a piece. Yeah. Holy right. shit. Yeah. Wow. I got them. I don't even know how I did it. And this was years ago, maybe 2016. I found someone in Australia who had the set for like 115 shipped and I bought it as fast as I could type my fucking number. I was like, yes. I don't know how he fucking shipped it and made money. I guess he didn't, but yeah, I, I have mine sealed and I never (laughs) took him out. Holy shit, Thomas. That, that actually like blew my mind. That's an incredible, that's that's amazing. I'm not even even kidding. That was, that's like an all time grill. Now that I just want to see Thomas's basement. He's just like randomly oh, cleaning man. it out, and all of a sudden he finds this like <laughs> grail pieces. Like, how cool is this basement? Yeah. Wow. I yeah. don't even. Zach's got to go lay like, down now. I gotta there's, go. I gotta go goon for a bit. Holy shit. There's oh no mu- wow. music I love on the planet more than Daft Punk. So wow. That's. I, I wow. understand. Holy shit, Thomas! If you ever need anything for Zach's Wonderland, you let me know. I'll make it happen for the rest of your life. <laughs> I need to settle my. I need to settle for a second. Um, so, Hot Toys uh, Guardians uh, Three Nebula went up for pre order two eighty five July to December two thousand twenty four. Uh, Marco, take us, lead us here, because I gotta, I gotta settle myself for a second. Yeah. So this Nebula, she's not so crazy different from the last version that we got, right? Which what I believe was from Infinity War, but the you know the chat can correct me if I'm wrong. Um, but I love that they gave us the wings, which we only see that you know kind of for a brief moment in the. Uh, in the movie, but I think that that's a great accessory, a good way to differentiate her other look. Obviously, she's in the Guardian suit. She's got multiple swap outs. Now, I would have loved to see a die cast arm. And I don't know if they ever do another version of Nebula. That's one way that they could improve. But I think overall, this release, if you're a Nebula fan, if you're trying to get all the Guardians, it's kind of giving you everything you want. But Dean, what do you think about this one? Um. Well, it is no uh, secret that I'm in love with Nebula. Um I think the actress fantastic. or the character? Bofa. Nice. I would let her step on me. Um <laughs> <laughs> I just bought it was actually one of my new this week's uh for next week. I just bought the hot to- the first nebula. Um because she's not really in a team suit and I don't want to collect a whole fucking new line of figures. But I've always wanted a nebula and a listener of the show. Um reached out to me and uh sold me one so that's coming um but i i haven't seen the movie so i don't know anything about these accessories i can't say it's nice that she comes with shit i think the first one doesn't really come with much of anything so uh, and most of the characters from this line so far have not come with much right like very sparse accessories yeah so three or i guess four swap out arms right including the just regular arm um that kind of looks kind of like a, a wasp backpack i don't know what it is but 
It looks cool. I like it. They did Nebula right the first time, so I, it's hard to imagine they haven't fucked this up. I wanted to say you look like a wasp backpack, but I, I, didn't, I don't know if it would land. So <laughs> yeah, you yeah, said it anyways. It got cut up there anyways. So, um, so I, I disagree with you, Marco. I actually think this Nebula is vastly different from the other one. Zach, I actually shared okay. it if you want to quickly just pop up my other screen. Is it a new head sculpt, Ben? It oh, is yeah, a new head sculpt. It is a new it's, head sculpt. It's All quite right. a bit. If you can flip back to the other one now, Zach. Um, I was looking for this figure already, um, but a nebula, I should say. And I almost had bought the original version that we just pulled up on the screen. And then this popped up literally the same day I was looking for the other one. So it presented this question to me of this or that or both. Uh, of course, Classy Thomas in the chat has been telling me both for now about a week. But I think I'm leaning towards this one, despite the fact that I'm not totally in on the whole line of the team suit. Nebula stood out to me in this film as one of the best characters of the film. I, I've seen her now grow. Her arc has changed quite a bit. Um, there was a couple scenes in the film where she gets a little emotional, and that brought me to tears each time. Uh, this particular uh, picture on the left uh, is when she's fighting Warlock, and she's like, get on the ground! And she was just so badass in that scene that it like, oh, immediately, made me, immediately made me want to get... Uh, this is a figure uh, if it came out. Now, will we get the seven pack as Absolute Irwin uh, has suggested? Probably not. I don't think I feel like I need the whole the whole team suits though. Um, if I was going to collect from this film, I'd actually probably get her and potentially Rocket and Cosmo and call it a day. Um, I think this is really great. The big differential here for me as well on this particular figure is that she's got the split cut boot design. So she's going to be a little bit more uh, easy to pose than the original that had that solid boot cut that traditionally made her hard to even stand up. Uh, I've been told from the folks that have her. So uh, I think this is a beautiful figure. I'm really excited about it. The price is a little high, uh, but I think she'd be worth it. It is nice that they gave us a new face sculpt. I didn't even uh, recognize that initially, I think, because Nebula obviously mm -hmm. has so much uh, paint and compared them. tech. Yeah, yeah, So that's that's a really interesting point. Um, yeah, but it's a, it's a cool re release for sure. I'm glad that you're excited by it, and I'd be curious if you get this one, if that's going to compel you to kind of chase the other ones in the line as well. I, um, I think this figure is excellent. Um, I, now, I've only seen the movie once, so... Uh, perhaps there are more accessories that um, her arm was able to transform into, but I want to say I'm almost certain this is, you know, the the regular hand plus these three is all that we see. Um, the backpack's such a small moment, right? But they included, I think that's great. Um, and honestly, I I I like this a lot. Um, I think 285. You're getting the three different arms, you know, and they're they're all, you know, unique sculpts. They're all painted well. They all have different effects applied to them. Um, I, I don't hate this price point. I'm still a bit iffy as to, um, you know, I likely personally wouldn't collect the line, but I think to me, I think Ben said it best, right? She had such a crazy story arc in this film. And, uh, you know, I think she really carried large, large portions of this movie. <laughs> just the chat's the just coming after me. Speak English, <laughs> motherfucker, Ben Thomas, 2023. I think that portrait looks really good too. Like looking at the it's one beautiful. that Ben had brought up. Um, I don't know. I like this one a lot more, to be honest. So, uh, I, I think this is cool. I think you know. I, I'm trying to think. I she doesn't really interact with a lot because all her stuff is just kind of 
transforming from her arm. This one does seem a bit light on the accessories, but I don't know. I guess one when you I think th- it's like the full armor, the the wings, you know, plus the three different arms, maybe it's not that light on accessories, but the picture is a bit misleading perhaps. One thing I think would have been really cool for this figure to come with though is like a crushed in head sculpt or one where her like her neck is like totally cra- uh, cricked and smashed like yeah. just to like have like a battle like damage when she version. dies at the end bro that yeah she gets she gets she gets twisted <laughs> up pretty damn hard in this movie Spleen a couple of times out. and and when she kind of rebuilds herself it's it's crazy to watch but that would have been a cool like head sculpt accessory Wow. Maybe Apparently we, maybe the chat if... is changing uh, Quinn's words. I don't know what that means. Uh, might be your I, phone, buddy. I will just say, you know, Hot Toys seems to partially be phoning in this line because they're not including as many accessories, but the fact that they're giving us new developed head sculpts is very promising, right? Like, they could have... I guess Rocket would be one exception where they reuse something from the past, but they really could have done these a lot quicker, but they're kind of going one step above what I thought that they'd do. For sure. Um, up next, we have the final product blogger photos from uh, Moon Knight. I mean, I, I think we all knew that this figure really was going to need some weathering. Um, and I, I certainly look at and see this and, and agree with that. Uh, but man, I'm, I'm actually pretty impressed. I know there was some things that Marco wasn't a big fan of with this figure. And I would certainly agree. But I think overall, I think it's a good figure. I feel like this one had a really fast turnaround. I still don't particularly like the way that the um, the hood attaches to the figure, but, you know, it is what it is. And, and we knew that from the pre-order that it wasn't going to be ideal. Uh, but what do you think about this, Dean? Um, I mean, only because I saw an in-hand photo before and after with the weathering. Because these blogger pics look great. I... I I mean, this photo right here, it doesn't really look like it needs weathering, but when it's in like, just like regular lighting, it's very apparent. Yeah. Um, but I don't hate it. I just wish I liked this show and this character more because, you know, I'd be more inclined to get it. It was just very meh for me. And like, I mean, in the grand scheme of the show, you see this Moon Knight, like, what three times it's it's like it's it's weird it, it just be like it's, it's like watching an iron man movie and he only wears the suit you know for like 30 seconds so it's just it's it, it, it's not the fault of the figure it just it misses the mark for me um but i think the figure looks great if you like the show if you think i'm an idiot hey that's cool um I think it looks like it's going to be a good figure on the shelf. I do think you're an idiot, but not because of your opinion on this. Wow. Figure, just for the <laughs> wow. You're a fucking good, piece good of segue. shit. Good segue. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, so, okay. I, I really liked the show. I think everybody that said that they didn't, I'm like, fair enough. It wasn't for you guys. I studied dissociative identity disorder when I was in university uh, or like multiple personalities. And I, I, I've always thought that, that was a, a very fascinating and difficult syndrome for people to, to go through. And I thought Oscar Isaac portrayed that incredibly well and sensitively in lots of ways. Uh, the show, I'd never heard of the character before, really. I like I should say, I've heard of him, but I'd never read any comics. I didn't know any of the lore. Uh, so I was happy that Marvel kind of presented us with the opportunity to get to know this character a little bit. Um, 
I thought the the ending of the show was the weakest part, um, but still overall had a great time with it. Uh, I immediately went out and bought one of the comic books, and I immediately pre-ordered this uh, when it came up uh, for pre-order last April already, which was crazy. That was uh, already quite a while ago, but uh, I agree with Zach. I, I do think that it's just a little on the clean side. I think that's probably my biggest concern with it. Um, also, of course, the uh, light-up eyes, while I think it's a cool feature... Uh, without the ability to keep them lit, I do think that this figure will suffer from kind of the dead the dead look, uh, unfortunately, when it's turned off in the collection. And I haven't gone into the uh, those USB light-up functions on any of my figures yet, so I really need to try and figure that out. Um, I do think uh, that the the cow or like the the head what do you call it like the the hood the hood uh, being yeah the hood being sculpted like that could pose some difficulty with challenges uh with uh, with posing i should say but i don't think it's a deal breaker by any stretch i am stoked for this figure i can't wait to get this in the collection the only other thing that i'd seen people say was that it looked like he was suffering from kind of the boob syndrome uh that we saw on the, the shang chi uh where in some i can see it a little bit when i but when i pulled up images of the show itself it matched the aesthetic, um, so it's not really a Hot Toys thing. I honestly think it's more of the costume design uh, from the show that's given it that. That's this, but... Okay, I'm not going to harp on the titties then. If it's true to the show, which I don't recall them being this bulbous, but if you're saying it's true to the show, I I'm found a picture you. today wow. that was like pretty yeah, bulbous. Right. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, so it's just a weakness, I guess, of the costume design. I think overall the figure looks interesting. I think this is one that definitely will hit bargain bin. Um, I think, you know, it's kind of uh, one of those releases that I think still falls within that window where there should be a fair amount of stock. So I'd be curious if this drops low enough, I may have my eye on it. But because there's no Oscar Isaac head sculpt, I think it's just ultimately going to be a pass for me at the end of the day. The fact that they didn't give that to us, and I get there could be th some things out of their control. Like when you had Marcos on, he was saying, you know, you, you guys give Hot Toys too much credit. Sometimes there are things out of their control. So perhaps they couldn't get the licensing for uh, Oscar Isaac, but I think he's a Hot Toys collector and I think he would have wanted his own head sculpt here. So it feels like a big missed opportunity that they may iterate on, that they may do for another version of this figure, of this character down the line if we see him again, which I assume we will. Um, so yeah, I think it's interesting, but a lot of room for improvement on this one. Bro, can you imagine if Oscar Isaac is a Hot Toys collector and he listens to our show? That'd be awesome. Oscar, my man. Hit me up, bro. <laughs> I feel I'd bad that show. he hasn't got a head sculpt yet, though, like an official one. Yeah, what point. the fuck? All his... Yeah. yeah. They did a dirty work. Oh, bro. Oscar, hire better publicists or and something. And Marco, you're going to be jealous when you see this in my collection. I bet you any I might. I might. You know this... what? I, I can't rule it out completely, honestly. It, it's interesting. I like the show. Like, a few episodes were standout. A few were dog shit. So, somewhere in the middle. But yeah. you were saying, Zach? I, I think... I'm right with Marco, right? If this one goes down low enough, I think this may be a pickup for me. And we've seen some figures lately, you know, go down to that 180, 170 territory. Uh, Zombie Hunter Spider-Man being one of those that I still have my eye on. Um, so, yeah, this this could be a pickup. And the same thing with that Zombie Hunter. It suffers from not having a uh, animated portrait in that case. But uh, let's uh, let's move on here. We have IG-12. Now, this is exciting for me. When, when we had talked um on after dark uh, as we were reviewing the episodes and we thought you know what hot toys make this and I, I i could see them making it and one of the things that i mentioned was it needs to have a talking feature sure enough they gave us a talking feature and to be honest looking at this um at 360 for the deluxe 264 for the regular there's a lot to like here the price is high but the deluxe i think they've given it enough 
that I think it's a must buy, especially if you collect other parts of the Mando line. So um, first and foremost, uh, you obviously get IG-12, uh, which uh, was, a, was a neat character that they brought back for season three. Uh, they did compare the TMS-008 with the TMS-104-105. Uh, so you get to see the difference there in the paint applications and the sculpting. Um, this figure also has three display options. You have uh, Baby Yoda inside the little cockpit. You have the Anzellan inside the cockpit, or you have an empty cockpit. Uh, you also do have uh, a, a trio of Anzellans that you can display alongside IG-12, which I think is a really smart way they can broaden the amount of displayability that you have. And I think what really makes this figure sing, though, is the value for you know collectors that may have already bought a Mando, that may already have bought a Bo-Katan or a Paz Vizsla. Um, you get the... Uh, season finale um the jetpack and the shield from the um i don't know what they're called the super troopers or the best car troopers you get the um the uh vibro staff here uh that dinjarin had and there's a lot of people speculating that these different figures that they're showing are going to be new figures that they announced uh key point is the Beskar on this Mando is much cleaner than what was released with the Chrome Beskar. And I think if that's the case, I think a lot of people would be upset because that was really the biggest gripe with that figure. Uh, you get the Scorching Hot um, uh, Long Rifle here for Paz Vizsla. You know, again, if you already have this figure, you pay 360 for the Deluxe, and that's another figure that you don't need to buy because his armor is fairly consistent. Uh, they have uh, given us the, uh, the Shield and the shoulder pad for uh, Bo. We also get a look at a potential new Bo-Katan with uh, the Hot Toys rooted hair, quote-unquote, but I don't think this looks particularly good. Uh, you have the Mouse Droid, which is really crazy because I've been asked to make these for Zack's Wonderland, and I did have a lot of trouble um, with this design, but these are really hard to find. I want to say they came out in one Stormtrooper 2-pack and I think a First Order 2-pack, but these are hard to find, and they did kind of play a funny role in the uh, episode. So it's cool that they're including that. You also get a, um, a Grogu Pram, um, or maybe just the top of the Pram. Uh, but this was also seen in that season finale. And so um, looking at all this stuff, all these extra accessories, I really feel that they have elevated this from a nice-to-have to a must-have. If you already have a Bo-Katan, if you already have a Paz Vizsla, if you already have a Mando, and you like those looks from the season finale... You don't need to spend, you know, potentially eight hundred more dollars to get those figures, or buying them part out on Toy Anxiety or Monkey Depot is incredibly expensive. And so the fact that they give you all these things in this package uh, for the cost of about ninety dollars, I think I think it is worth it. The other thing I think is missing here, uh, perhaps, is the um, the shield for Paz. But I know they have already included that in his own separate release from Book of Boba Fett. So um, I think including it here, I, th- I think may probably hurt their numbers on that figure. So I can kind of understand why. But this this is a fantastic release. This is a people-pleaser release. I think the next logical step for Hot Toys going forward, in my opinion, is to continue doing things like this or to offer, you know, accessory pack upgrades down the line. You know, 100 bucks as a standalone purchase, I think I think they'd sell a lot of them. And while it may hurt their bottom line from people not buying new figures going forward, I think the amount of goodwill that it would generate, I think I think could go a long way for them. Yeah, I'd probably be more inclined to buy a figure maybe expecting a, an accessory pack down the road. 
But yeah, this is a, it's interesting. I definitely don't hate it. Um, I would have also preferred it by itself because I don't really want an IG-12. I thought that was the cringiest shit on the planet when that episode came out. Um, but the accessories are cool. Um, I was super confused when I started getting, I started seeing all these pictures. I was like, wait, what the, f I was like, are they re-announcing all these figures? Um, and then it, you know, finally dawned on me that it comes with the IG-12 and I was blown away. And what's the price point on this guy? So if you're getting the, the base version is 264 on Sideshow. If you're getting the deluxe version, which um, has all these extra accessories and the extra yeah. Anzellans, uh, it's $360. $360. Because um, I, I want to say it was John was speculating it was going to be like 500 And I was like, geez, 500 bucks, Fuck that. But, I mean, 360 honestly, not that bad. Like you said, it complements your bow, Paz, Mando, um, and then Grogu. So I think it's cool. I, 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 For John and I, it is probably about 500 Oh, shit. That's right. I forgot. Yeah. <laughs> So my tinfoil fat hat theory on this is that... Oh, wait, hold on. Pause really quick. Do you really want to say this? No, I'm kidding. Go ahead, Ben. Marco, does it float? I never... I still don't even know what room I'm in, guys. Tongue in I, cheek. I just showed up. My tongue in... My, my tongue in cheek theory. Oh, my God. My um, tinfoil hat theory uh, is that Hot Toys knew that if they produced figures with all of these accessories again, they'd have dead stock. Uh, that it was a better investment for them to give us these accessories with a figure that people might still buy because of the scene with Grogu uh, and be able to upcharge. I think they probably had a lot of these accessories already developed with the concept of potentially making these figures in the future that came with all of these accessories, but with then the lackluster success of Mando Season 3 and a ton of Mando stuff still just sitting on, on Sideshow and all the sites that you know provide us these figures... I don't think it would have been a good investment for them to give a separate figure. So instead, it's like, look at this, something new, something that we can get the juices flowing. Um, the only thing that breaks that theory slightly is seeing the Bo-Katan picture, because they showed us a rooted hair version of that character when obviously we only had sculpted versions before. So maybe we'll get another Bo-Katan, but I don't know why they would give us that now if they've given us the figure accessories that we'd otherwise want to buy that figure for. So I think, again, this was a concept at some point. I think they were going to give us all these accessories with the other figures and then realized they wouldn't sell. So now we got to yeah. move this. Yeah, so that's significantly better than the seven-pack theory because I don't <laughs> think it's tinfoil hat at all. I think it's 100% the truth, right? They do have, like, I think this IG-11 is still in stock, they still have plenty of, you know, Crow Mandos, Beskar Mandos that are still sitting around. So they can't go too deep into this line. Also, when watching the season, you kind of thought, well, there's not like a bunch of toyetic new looks, right? There's a lot of stuff that played off of previous looks and with only slight moderation. So I wouldn't be shocked if they still give us a new bow. They still give us a new Mando with the jetpack and maybe like some other cool accessory that I, that I can't necessarily think of right now. Um, but I think this is a good compromise, right? If you really want all of these accessories to plus your figures. I think this is a really great um, great way to do it. I don't love that they make you buy IG-12 with it, but I think it's ostensibly like a Grogu and a mech suit, if you want to look at it that way, which they think, okay, everyone loves Grogu, so we'll give them a plus Grogu and then a bunch of accessories. I think the only thing that's missing, though, 
we need more diorama bases. You know, they always are posing up a bunch of their figures with on these really cool bases. And they, then they give us standard stuff, like give us some diorama bases, even if you add it as an accessory with another figure. I don't really care how you deliver it. Um, but I think that's a really cool way to add some interesting dynamic looks to the display. So if you're giving us a bunch of accessories, start peppering in those really cool uh, diorama bases. For sure. I mean, I, it probably saved us $1,300 worth of figures, too. So, if, you know, like, for the folks yeah. who have to buy everything that comes out, those those completionist collectors, saved us a ton of money. Absolutely. Yeah. I um, I like this, but holy shit, the bow looks fucking awful. That rooting is terrible. I think it's also the same sculpt. It's the same face. Yeah, that, that you know, this just goes back to the, the, the toy look, right? Like... You know, the Wonder Woman rooting, I think, was pretty good. You know, like Marco said, how is it actually going to arrive on display? I think it looked a bit rough. But, um, God, that looks awful. But Maybe man, they're teasing else... us with, with with that now. And then if there's enough of a pushback, maybe they just go with the rooted Scr- looks. Or and just say, scrap it, yeah. Yeah, or scrap it maybe. But maybe they give us a deluxe premium version. Like, here's the rooted wool hair uh, that we did with the Wonder Woman. And here's kind of a premium version of Bo-Katan. Sure. Um, I really hope they're not remaking Mando. That that would be like Mando, you know, Beskar to Chrome Beskar all over again. They're doing so, it. Yeah, we'll see. Uh, they also teased uh, The Flash. Uh, I, I haven't seen this movie Supergirl, I assume. Uh, and so this is, uh, you know, whether or not they're actually going to make it, this, this would be, what, their fourth figure from the movie? Because we have two... Or one Batman, the Flash. So this will be the third figure from the film, uh, and they've also obviously teased uh, Dark Flash. So uh, let's uh, let's just blow through that quickly, and then this one as well. Common Rider by Hot Toys. We have uh, two teases here, so looks like they're going to be leaning into this line as well. Um, this is pretty cool. This is the Thunder Toys Alien Host, and um, you know back in back when this movie first came out, I really didn't like the venom look not because of anything about the look but you have to put the mindset of topher grace being uh that 70s show star and it was really tough to separate eric foreman from eddie brock and given that he's really grown into you know a great actor since then watching this movie these days it is much easier to to take and accept this and this role has also just grown on me in, in the past, you know, however long it's been. And so this this is a very tempting pickup for me. Um I'm I'm like this close to putting one on pre-order. It it looks fantastic. I think the portrait looks super silly, but it, it obviously looked that way in the film. The Venom sculpt I think looks really good. And um I I've seen the quality of some of their other spider figures and um you know they were pretty good. They were really solid figures. So um, I'm I'm very tempted by this, and I'm wondering what you guys think about this. Oh. <laughs> um, I hate you so much. <laughs> yeah, I mean, talk about doing a discredit to everybody, including Venom. Um, this movie fucking terrible the choice for him to be venom even worse um 
like you said, it looks goofy in the goddamn movie. So, I mean, does this figure look like the movie? Sure. Uh, but it's also, like, not a good thing, I don't think. But, I mean, I don't have to buy it. So, that's, I mean, if, if you want it, cool for you. How I, dare you, Jose? There's nothing to talk about with the Supergirl. There's literally nothing to talk about. He wants to tell you it's Thomas Wayne in the Supergirl costume. Ah, uh, I see. There. I see. Um, real quick on the alien host, the price is 177 so not a bad figure for that. Um, and then there is also a base. The base is 135 and uh, that would be the base there. I don't think I'd be interested in that, but there it is alongside the Spider-Man, the Spooderman. You're not interested in the best part of the figure package? Oh, this is the best part for the price of the figure? No, I'm not well, interested. Are you? Are you? I, I don't know. Tell me about it. I think it. this yeah. would be cool. Honestly, I think this could go with a lot of your, you know, Spider-Man, Batman. I think this is like a really yeah. cool base. But overall, I think you and I are going to be alone here, Zach, that I think it looks cool too. I actually didn't hate the design of Venom in the Spider-Man 3 film. And in fact, I don't hate Spider-Man 3. It is goofy. It is undersized. But as kind of like a dark foil to Peter Parker, he's just like some nerdy guy, right? So so it kind of worked in the film a little bit in that he's a little bit truer to a foil to, to Peter. Um, but yeah, I don't think it looks terrible at all. I don't love the Topher Grace head sculpt, but this look right here, I think that could look really interesting on the shelf. There are better options for Venom now, and there will yeah. be in the future when Hot Toys unlikely does something for the game. So I would say this definitely is not not going to be for like 99% of people, but definitely interested in this. What do you think, Ben? I think for the price, it's still kind of cool. I like I could see I could see the appeal of it. I thought this Venom was pretty cool back in the day. Uh, I I wasn't thinking of him as Eric Foreman. I, I and because that movie had so many different villains packed into it, I still thought the Venom was one of my favorite parts of the film, despite it being you know pretty quick at the end of that movie. I think the head sculpt with the symbiote kind of melting over his face looks very much like Topher did in that one scene because he had like the weirdly spiky teeth and. And everything definitely not the head sculpt i would display with this though but i do like that this is a smaller scale figure than my big ass venom from the the sony verse uh venom film i love that figure but he's so big and then the carnage to pair with him is even bigger yeah. i like that this would actually scale better with a six scale collection in a lot of ways um so i don't i actually don't hate this i think for the price it's pretty cool and that base like you were saying could go with batman it could go with spider-man it could go with daredevil like there is like take your pick it would look cool with a lot of different collectibles <laughs> the chat uh, hates us so i i think it's i want to i think i want to i think we got to go back to supergirl though after this. i want to god people are bitching about supergirl i want to clarify i don't think the base is bad i just wouldn't pay like 300 dollars for this and the base i yeah i could see getting the base separately another time but as a complete package, I don't like it. I I'm fucking super tempted. The price is actually really good on this. And now we're kind of I just rewatched the movie like three months ago. I kind of want to rewatch it again. Um, this movie is fucking wild. And a fucking Eddie Eric Foreman slash Eddie Brock man. He's got that fucking dog in him, bro. Fucking praying to the Virgin Mary to kill Peter Parker, bro. That movie is fucking out of control. Um, let's. Uh, I guess we'll go back to Supergirl because the chat Hell demands yeah. it. So, um, anyone, anyone have a take on this teaser that may or may not um, even be a figure? I haven't seen the movie, but I follow her on Instagram, and God damn, she's fucking she bad, bro. Please, bad, dude. I would let this woman dog walk me, bro. I would let her step on my face, bro. Dude, <laughs> step on my cubes, bro. 
Um, yeah. Uh, I think it has a possibility to be a really cool fucking figure. Um, no idea if the character's cool in the movie. I haven't seen it. Um, so, I don't know. But people love their Superman characters. And as far as I know, this movie's done pretty well. So, I, I see a lot of people wanting to add this to their collection. I mean, I've heard it's been pretty divisive. I feel like a lot of people have said that it was like, okay, like a six to eight out of 10, somewhere in that range. Uh, a lot of folks have said that this is one of their favorite parts of the film, the, the Supergirl uh, aspect, even though people wish they had developed the character more. But again, I have also not seen it yet. I see it tomorrow night. Uh, so I can update you guys with my opinions on the film itself. As far as the figure, I think this could just end up being a notorious graveyard hot toys tease. I don't, don't totally put that trust. The universe, ben. I don't totally trust that it's coming. Uh, it's the part fact of the that they didn't pack. they didn't show us much with this. This could have just been as easily as been a, a like a film still that they pretended is a figure coming. I do, I don't I don't truly trust it at this point. Tinfoil hat. Don't put that evil out there at all, Ben. So she was a standout in the film, a film that I really enjoyed. It definitely is divisive. It's tanking in the box office, so that it does worry me for sure that it's like, oh, maybe we were going to do it, but now that it's not as successful. Um, but yeah, she was she was terrific, honestly. And I think that there are talks about her returning potentially into the new DC James Gunn universe um, from something that I saw earlier today. So I hope that that's true. Um, and I just want to say shout out to the Colombian folks, if there's any Colombians listening, that their stereotype went from drug dealers to just absolute baddies. Now, that's all that you think about when you think about Colombians. You just think about the hottest women, maybe even taking the spot of Mexicans and Brazilians. So shout out to them. Uh, what an absolute turnaround. Mexican women were at the top of that list? I think so. I would say I'm obviously biased, but. I don't know. I thought Brazilian the, after the movie you made us watch, bro. Bro, wow. City of I God, saw God. Shot. Oh my God. I forgot about that movie. I don't know. Oh That's no, a... Brazilians for sure are at the top of that list, dude. I don't know. Colombians giving them a run for their money lately. I'm just saying. That's fair. You guys turned me into a girl with a Snapchat though yesterday that I would argue rivaled some of these Colombian women. Wow. That we've been Who did about. that? Wait, which Snapchat? Wait, which Snapchat are we talking about? Why am I not in in the Snapchat? It was in our group chat. They turned me into a girl with dark hair, and it was I thought. Oh, that girl, Bendita. Yeah, Bendita, Bendita Bendita the Bonita. Um, yeah, that's. uh, Let's get back to the best figure of the year. Uh, Just kidding. The chat would go fucking wild. Um, I, I like this so much. I, I may have to pre-order this. Uh, police robot, the T-1000 uh, from Terminator 2, uh, 225, Q1 to Q2, 2024. Um, you know, it's, you know. Serviceable? It's not my favorite, Dean, but it is my least favorite. <laughs> yeah, um, I don't know. Fern just got this figure... And the size of the portrait compared to the Hot Toys one is staggering. It's fucking. It's like a Magnum head sculpt. You mean he got the T eight hundred, right? Is is what the, he got? Uh, sorry, the T eight hundred. Yes, and he was comparing it to the police shootout. Um, I'd have to look at the outfit to see if the badges and the name badge are accurate. And I think that's important on an outfit that is fairly simple. Um, I like that you get. Um, I want to say Ben. I think you had said this comes with two bodies. So. Um, I did not That's, say that. Someone said that. I don't know. I was just hoping it might even be three bodies, honestly. Let, let me go look <laughs> it, it up. Yeah, double check that. Um, I want to say it's a seven pack. <laughs> yeah, so you get seven <laughs> bodies, one for a each dozen. part of the film. <laughs> the na- okay, so Quinn says the name badge is accurate, so that's great to see. 
Um, but I like it. You get the 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 knife hand. Um, you get the the knife slash hook knife arms. You get yeah. the uh, the little MP5 there. The Beretta. Um, a decent looking base. I also do like the fact that you get the motorcycle gear, the the helmet, the glasses, and the jacket. Yeah. Um, to be honest, this would be a great base for the Ox PD custom, but um, oh, I think you, I think you do get two bodies because yeah, he's two bodies, the biker cop and the regular the boots. Yeah, it's a totally um, different outfit. Yeah, yeah this is. Uh, you also get that extra portrait for pre-order only, which I, I always think that's kind of funny because that's definitely not the case. Um, I think the success <laughs> of this figure is really going to depend on how good this chrome looks in person. I think in these photos, I don't think it looks particularly good. It's really got to capture that liquid metal wow. um, look of the uh, the film. What is the... Uh, oh, it's the 225. I'm sorry. <laughs> a a bit attention. up there. What is? What are you doing? <laughs> the Bendita. This is Bendita. <laughs> yeah, that's that's Ben. I'm trying to film a, the television show, Marco. Oh, Jesus Sorry, I had to share with the universe here. Um, Quinn, uh, that's uh, Ben's cousin. Actually, if anyone thinks she's hot, let us know. Um, what what do we she think? Lives about in this? Canada. Yeah, I again, I think it's serviceable. I will say, Present Toys usually does pretty good. I I'm almost expecting that the the one that comes out is actually better than the prototype because I don't think I like the T 800 when they showed it, but in hand, I think it looks pretty good um, in terms of looking like Arnold. Um, Arnold. Arnold. Show me your leadership capabilities. <laughs> um, so yeah, I'm, I'm kind of expecting this to be better. I think the guns too small. I mean, there's, it really know, is small. Yeah. A is a pretty big gun. Yeah, the M9, dude. Oh, I want that gun so bad. Um, yeah, I think it's cool. I think this is a figure that a lot of people have wanted in their collection, and they don't feel like spending on Hot Toys money. So if this comes out, you know, 70% or better, I think it's an easy pickup for a lot of people. Marco, people are asking you who that was. It... Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna pull up the photo on stream. I think a lot oh of people want to see Ben's cousin. That's okay with you, Ben. She's definitely not my cousin. You guys are gonna get catfished. Where's the photo at? Is it in the show she chat? Yeah, I think so. We're gonna stop down the whole show. I'm sorry for those watching. I know there's a lot of people watching, but we have to <laughs> we have to do it. All right, I just sent it to you. Yeah. Let's see here. Tell me this woman isn't a dime. <laughs> a dime piece bro oh my god we're, we're stopping the whole show down we're, we're in the chat yay or nay man prime age amanda Bynes, right here for wow, sure bro she's fucking fine <laughs> she has a penis for sure boys so i'm just saying <laughs> look at oh, that adam's them. apple <laughs> okay. a bwc i don't think i could ever look at you in the eyes again ben you're fine as fuck <laughs> The chat says they would smash. I would. <laughs> smash or pass. Smash I, or pass. Better start an OnlyFans, Ben. That's what I suggested. Ben yeah. posted, or someone posted this picture, and I was like, BRB buying a plane ticket. I'm going to Canada <laughs> right now. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner right there. Oh um, you guys let's, uh, Oh, my God. <laughs> Burtis says no comment, dude. Burtis is bricked up. Look at that. The whole chat says smash for sure. Well, Stars Vader shirt, I'm in. <laughs> You guys are awesome. Uh, okay. Saifel says, "Oh, it's Ben. Even better." <laughs> you guys oh, are awful. Man. 
Okay. <laughs> what is the show today? <laughs> oh my god, the best. Some Black of the best content ever. <laughs> Blow your back out, Ben. Oh my god! Respectfully, <laughs> respectfully, <laughs> right? Okay, okay, okay. So, why is the middle head sculpt on this figure the exclusive version? If it looks very similar to the one on the left, just a slightly paler version. That's my first question. Uh, uh, he is smirking. It looks like the same head sculpt just tilted in a different direction. Yeah, that's how I smirk. Yeah. Maybe. <laughs> um. I think this is actually pretty badass. I've got the battle-damaged Arnie coming uh, from from uh, Present Toys, and I'm really excited about that figure. And I think it would be cool to pair this police robot with him. Um, I don't know why they didn't call it, you know, T-1001, like Shane from One Six Figure Focus suggested to me the other day, because I was like, that would have been a better name than Police Robot. In some of the other pictures, it's called Robot Police, so, like, their, their naming convention kind of switches between their slides. Um, but I think it's, I think it's kind of cool. I think the best version of this character though, is the one with the bullet hole damage. Uh, I think that that would be the way I would display that yeah, if I had it. So I think it's cool. It even comes with the crowbar arm. You gotta love that. Yeah, you guys are this just is... all, you guys are crazy. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I think you're like kind of all right in that, in that I wanted the hot toys version. I don't want to spend that money because obviously it's an older figure. You never know what you're going to get. This is a serviceable addition but you're kind of always going to be holding out for something a bit better, right? Like, obviously, you'd want to display him with all the bullets through him, like Ben said. But then at the end of the day, I don't know. Like, is it just going to be just good enough for your collection? Or are you going to aspire to have more? So, and also, I kind of worry with present toys. They're releasing or, or putting out so many pre-orders that how long is it going to be until this one comes out? A year? Two years? Does an, is another company going to have one in development by then? Yeah, I don't know, but it's it's interesting for sure. It's not a bad looking uh, prototype, but there's definitely maybe some some better options in the future. Wow, they want to see me on that filter. Um, Hundred dollars super chat. We should make that happen. Actually, I'd be curious. Uh, um, Dean, whenever you is he even here? Are you with us, Dean? Dean? Sure, yeah, I've been here this whole there time. We go. I'm sorry. Wow. Uh, what is this? Tell me about this. Game toys Tiva. So this picture popped up this morning. It was like six in the morning uh and this popped up in a final fantasy facebook group i'm in and we've seen um pictures of the game toys tiffa head sculpt uh and then every once in a while they would do like an outfit update but it's been like six months since we've really seen anything from this and then boom this this popped up and we saw very similar pictures of this with the last cloud they put up for soliciting, um, where it's like a picture of the figure, you know, standing up and down, and then a, an in-depth look at the silicone body. Uh, we had to not show most of this picture because she's naked in it. Um, but it just goes over the uh, medical-grade silicone uh, and, like, features of the body. Um, and... You know, when they showed those pictures of Cloud, I would say within like a week or so, it was already up for pre-order. So hopefully this will be up for pre-order soon. I will order it as soon as it pops up. I love Tifa. She's one of the greatest characters, um, not only of Final Fantasy, but of all time. Um, so yeah, this is, it looks fantastic. I already know Game Toys delivers on their fucking product. Three bangers, one after another. I already have Cloud uh, on order, so uh, I have a children, so I'm excited for this, Tiffa. 
different. Um, they did uh, advertise this as medical grade silicone, which is hilarious. Um, and this is a brand new body as well, so you could yeah, see it's not a TV body, or do they partner with them or make their own? It, it's it it says it's a me, uh, medical grade silicone metal uh, skeleton, but it says it's it doesn't say they partner with anybody. It just says it's specifically developed for Tiva. Interesting. So it's not just an off the shelf body. Erwin says, based on uh, previous game toy releases, if you want this, jump on it right away. And I think yeah. that would be a fairly accurate uh, assumption there. Um, let's uh, move on here. Ben, we got some news from X06. Tell us what's going on. Yeah, so the Ensign Kim uh, that I recently called Sculpted Butterfigure was um, released recently. And X06 put out this a couple days ago, this official announcement. And essentially it says here, uh, I won't read the whole article, but basically it says they were supposed to give him Lieutenant Pips in the box. It's something that they'd promised. Uh, it was a bit of an inside joke when it came to Harry Kim throughout this, like the show. Uh, he was an ensign pretty much the entire time. It's the only, the only character it seems in Star Trek history that's got kind of pigeonholed into his role. But because they were stuck in the Delta Quadrant on the Star Trek Voyager ship, uh, they couldn't really promote him all that well. So uh, there was an allusion to Lieutenant at one point, and then there was one episode where you get to see him as a captain but for the most part he was known as ensign kim now x06 has made a boo-boo though and forgot to add this lieutenant pip into the box which gives me one of two thoughts on the first hand it sucks that they said you were going to get it and then they forgot to give it to you if you bought from x06 directly it says here that you can reach out to them and they will send it to you it doesn't indicate whether there's going to be a cost associated with that so keep that in mind uh, but it also says here that if you want to put the Lieutenant Pip on the outfit, you actually have to pull this one off, uh, risking damaging the outfit, and that they will not replace the outfit for you if you damage it, which is fair. I mean, if they're glued on well enough, there's a chance you could tear it. I can see why they wouldn't want to replace the outfits. But honestly, I feel like in terms of an inside joke for the character, they shouldn't have even said that they were going to give it to us at this point anyways. And now that they forgot, obviously people are a little bit upset about that. So it's too bad, but I would leave them as an ensign anyways, uh, even that's, if they'd put it in the box. That's a really weird... It's like, hey, we designed this figure to have swap out parts, but you can damage us swapping it out? So good on or good luck yeah because i glue weird. it on the outfit <laughs> yeah that's so yeah. weird <laughs> yeah it's like you could have done magnets you know in the little in the back or something well especially since exo6 does magnets for the way that they holster their like their tricorder and the the phaser and everything like that's typically magnetized onto the figure's hips so they definitely could have uh if they wanted to so that guy was actually in star trek the Harry Kim? yeah oh, yeah star trek oh. voyager it was interesting the way that this developed because someone had put a post like hey i thought these were supposed to be in the box and then some people were like oh it's just an inside joke and that kind of snowballed for a bit and they're like oh no but it wasn't because it was actually in the product description and i want to say don't don't quote me on this but i think nanjin had kind of made a joke about it at first and then i think at some point that it had actually kind of developed into like a more formal serious post because i think more people were like i mean it, if it's a joke and why like we we paid for what's in the product description and we didn't get it so i think some people were upset um but good on them for um you know uh, admitting that mistake and correcting it um not all of the harry kims have been shipped from distribution so 
if yours hadn't been shipped yet, uh, Nanjim had said that they were going to pack those in. So it's possible that when a lot of people get theirs, it will already be in the box. But if not, they'll be sending them by standard mail. So For sure. um, that's cool. But yeah, be careful taking it off because if you if you rip that shit, then you're just SOL. To just add to that as well, Zach, it doesn't say here in this post at all if you've bought the Harry Kim through Sideshow, for example, or some of the other distributors, if you're going to have the option. It just says here, like, if you bought it from Exo 6, you can contact us, uh, yeah. which is which is kind of shitty. The other thing we didn't add to the show sheet this week, but was the Tom Paris that was released um, and kind of a companion with Harry Kim also looked pretty rough so we won't have a photo for you today guys but uh i, I did post a video on, on my show if you want to take a look but uh he's rough he's real rough it just kind of goes back to that voyager line for whatever reason seems like it's been in-housed uh whereas quite a few of these other figures have been quite a bit better in in the quality but very much a roller coaster uh and a yeah. pretty big disappointment for a lot of folks there you go um, Mondo Toys had Skeletor Deluxe 265. This is a timed edition, the pre-order lasting from the 20th of June to the 30th. Um, you've enabled a few of our Patreon members to get this. Um, yeah. I, uh, I'm not counted amongst them, but I mean, it seems like people are very excited for this. Um, I, it's just not for me, to be honest. It's a huge price point for um this kind of a figure but uh is this something that you were going to get ben you know what i i've wanted the skeletor for quite a while so they'd had a 1.0 version at one point uh that went like it went sold out and gone and then increased in price like crazy uh but Mondo's notorious for coming out with 2.0s and kind of, I want to call them soft reissues uh, of past figures with different accessories. Now this figure, they've actually upgraded the body so it has better uh, articulation at the waist. They've also widened the stance on this figure in comparison to the 1.0. So based on the description of the product, it is, it is a superior version over the 1.0. And with the head sculpts that come here with the articulating jaw, like you can make this figure look s like so different from one pose to the next. I think that's incredible. In fact, I'd love to see a couple of collectors get together and have like a pose wars type challenge of how many different looks can you have for this character? Cause it's, it's an insane amount. Now for me, getting this figure makes me feel like I want to buy the rest of the line. I haven't bought the trap jaw yet. I haven't got the the Panther uh, that's been, I think, solicited now at this point might not, might, maybe not quite yet, but the Battle Cat was. The Battle Cat came in at over 500 bucks. The Trap Jaw was in the 225 range. For this uh, deluxe edition, it's at 265, which is like for me. Once I convert it to Canadian, like we're looking at over 300 bucks. So that does mean if I bring this guy to my collection, that's probably a Hot Toys figure that I will not buy. Having said that, if I was going to buy one or two of the figures from Masters of the Universe, it would be Skeletor and He-Man. And so I like I think it's cool. I think it's real cool. I think the outfit hides a lot of the joints well. It does still look like a bigger toy for sure, um, but I think it's it's beautifully done. Uh, even the fabric cape comes with the wire. Like there's like it's a really, really, really well done figure, and the paint apps look beautiful. So uh, I think for those of you who are interested in this, uh, you do have from June 20th to June 30th uh, in terms of the timed pre-order window. Uh, so I would say if you're interested in it, lock it in um, because once it's gone, uh, it will definitely increase in price on the aftermarket. That's for sure. 
Skeletor! <laughs> Rub my nipples, he man! <laughs> Thrust your blade deep into my ass! <laughs> oh my god! Um. Yeah, Skeletor is fucking cool. I mean, there's no two ways about it. He's fucking awesome. This figure looks cool. <laughs> I think it's the inclusion of like the cartoon skeleton face is like cheeky and fun, but also like it does, it's going to look super out of place with the rest of the figure. But, you know, they're there. That's fine. Um, I think it looks fucking cool, man. And like Ben said, these sold out and people immediately regretted it, not getting it. So it's cool to see it again. But um, I don't collect this. I don't collect He-Man stuff. So it's a super easy pass for me. Damn, neither do I. And I want to say it's an easy pass, but it looks so damn good. And this kind of lifelike looking sculpt, I think, is a, a big selling point for me. It's a slippery slope, though. Do I wa- do I even want to go down this line? I was on the kind of fence with that saber tooth as well. Um, I think I'm going to have to pass on them. But damn, this looks so good. It, it's so, so tempting. That battle cat is like a centerpiece for people's collections. For some of the folks who have got it, like I've, I've had a couple of friends that have sent me pictures. It is massive. It is so cool looking though. So cool. You'd have to really love the property, right? To take up that much real estate in the collection. And and cost, honestly, as I said, just for the three figures, the trap jaw, this guy and the battle cat, you're well over a thousand dollars American, right? So. Yeah, definitely. Uh, let's uh, plug this real quick one more time. The 3,000 subscriber giveaway sponsored by Collector Zone. Uh, here's the link if you guys want to enter that. The bonus code today. What was the bonus? I don't remember what it was. Magnum. Magnum. Magnum for the bonus code. That's uh, two entries if you haven't entered yet or just a bonus entry. Uh, fill that form out and uh, you could be the lucky winner. Uh, we just have 100 more subs to go, so we're right around the corner for 3,000. Badfish, no, your wife cannot enter. Um, and uh, yeah, one of you lucky gents or ladies will be winning this. And uh, good luck to everyone in the chat. Um, hot seat. Uh, let's see here. Let's get uh, 60 seconds on the clock. We're going to go old school. Uh, ben, we're going to start with you. Uh, one minute timer here. Let's get the pressure going. Here we go. Boom, boom, boom. Ben, your question is, everyone's question is, when does someone become a collector, right? Is it buying one figure, two figures, three figures, or what specifically do you go from just being a a person to a person that collects figures, I guess, in this case? So I definitely don't think it's the amount that counts. I think it has way more to do with the nostalgia punch that hits you in the chest and then immediately gives you that feeling of, I want to have something physical from the property that I love. And whether that's a comic book, whether it's a television show, um, you know, special edition, whether it's a figure, it doesn't really matter what it is. As soon as you get that nostalgia punch and you want to collect something from that thing that you love, I think immediately you become a collector. Um, especially when it comes to things like pop culture because in pop culture that that can represent so many different feelings for us so if it's a figure in your collection that one figure might be the one thing that you are most excited to see when you walk into your living room your theater room doesn't matter what it is you don't have to have more than one uh, in order to be a true collector on the inside beautiful answer marco when does someone become a collector See, my point, my opponent would want you to believe that you become a collector at no. Okay. Um, so this I think is 
the same ugh, fuck i can't speak today threw myself off here all right let me reset here Whew. try to do a bit and it didn't go well all right so i'm gonna take 10 more seconds um i think it's when you pull up a page on the internet when you're starting to think about collecting is when you become a collector right so the moment you start browsing i know for me it probably took about 10 years until i you know purchased my first hot toy but I had the idea for a while. So I had, you know, had the page up looking at Dark Knight figures. And really, I think that's ultimately at the end of the day, when you become a collector, when you're in that sphere, when you're thinking about pulling the trigger, when you're thinking about making the leap. And it could be any number of things, but that's it. So, yeah. All right. No more bits for me. I'm done. Marco, quick side question, though. When you used to collect Jordans, for example, uh, at what point did you feel like a collector of those? Because you had a, quite the collection of those, and it's very yeah. different than than what you're saying with regards to figures. It's true, it's true. But you know, when I was a kid, I you know I was gifted my first pair of Jordans by my parents, and so I don't know that I was necessarily a collector at that point when I got my first pair. But I had aspired. I was reading magazines, looking to get a pair. So um, yeah, I, I think it's I think the same goes for at? shoe collecting as well. Yeah, Sam Gist says the moment I realized. I was collecting pics of Ben as a chick. Um, The moment I became a collector was when I bought them to display them. Tina, you become a collector when you realize that buying clothes is expensive and buying what you collect is not. That's why I shop at Walmart. Daniel Burtis is your collector when your significant other asks why with each new package. (laughs) There you go. Uh, Nikulio collecting is a state of mind. uh, And Sam Gist, uh, when I bought a two-story house just for my collecting. Dean, I'm in on the clock. When When do you become a collector? Uh, collecting starts at conception. I'm just kidding. <laughs> That's where I was going, Dean. And then I, I was like, I got to be careful with my words here. So, um, so I tripped myself up. Yeah, I gave you a I point think, for that, by the way. I think um, it, it just depends on what it is, right? If it's if it's movies, I don't know. I Because I, I, you could just buy movies and I wouldn't. I don't know. Because sometimes like there is movie collections, right? But like, if it's a figure, if you buy one, you know, maybe not. And then you buy it, you're like, well, I don't want it by itself, right? I need a companion piece, so you buy two. And then you're like, well, I already have two. Like, what's another one? So maybe like the third figure, you become like a collector. Uh, I think with something like shoes, even one pair of shoes it's like damn that's that's like a $1,500 pair of shoes like that's a collection you know so I think it just depends on like what it is I give you guys all three points for that very good answers the board is tied six to six all the way around I felt like Uh, a weird kind of collector the other day because I went looking for Sonic figures for Dean's collection not for my collection I he had sent me those pictures and I was like I wonder if I can find these two figures so I went shopping for you Dean and couldn't find them but I tried the effort was there (laughs) what a guy for instance you become a collector when you rather buy a figure than pay the IRS Equan says uh, I knew I was a collector when the wife walked in on me posing my figures and said this is how I know you're not cheating on me (laughs) so our main topic for tonight is speak up, right? I think it's important as collectors that we speak up. Um, Hot Toys put up a post last night that um, Hot Toys has been striving for top-notch collectible experiences by ca- crafting true-to-movie figures. We study from feedback continuously and refine prototypes to bring our creative projects to fruition. 
After careful consideration, we decided to give a significant costume upgrade to the 1-6 scale Spider-Man 2099 figure from Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse. This newly designed Spider-Man 2099 suit, now made in a highly stretchable fabric, allows a full range of articulation and also features luminous reflective patterns to accentuate the character's unique ability. And I have to say that, uh, one, I applaud Hot Toys for making this decision. I think... Uh, universally, I think the feedback was that this was a, a lazy attempt at making a figure. It was not up to par with what I think collectors expected from Hot Toys, um, nor was it up to par with, I think, what we deserved for the price point. Um, and this was priced very well. And I'm wondering if that price is going to go up now that it does have that fabric suit. So might possibly want to lock in your pre-orders a bit early. Um, but... The thing that I really want to focus on, and, and and absolutely not to take away from what Hot Toys has done here, which I think is incredible, is the collectors that will say, if you don't like it, don't buy it. Keep your mouth shut. And I think that's an incredibly toxic way of speaking to fellow collectors, um, and I don't know that it's really productive for anybody, right? Nothing in the world has ever gotten changed by people that not that don't like it not not buying it right obviously if pre-order numbers are bad enough i guess you could make that argument but i think the the thing that we should be saying is if you don't like it don't buy it but also tell the company why right because you're giving that constructive feedback and i think along the board right i think the general consensus was if you're doing it for articulation it doesn't make sense because the other characters are as articulated and you've made this these figures for decades right that are meant to be posable that you have put fabric suits on top of them you also have the body already and so it didn't make a lot of sense right and so i want to just remind people of some recent um things that have happened because as a community as collectors we have spoken up right because i i really want to put the people listening to our show on the mindset that like just not buying it isn't really a great thing, right? I think we should encourage people to speak up. You guys wanted us to talk about Supergirl, and we did because you spoke up. Gandalf the Grey by Inner, right? When this first came out, um, obviously the solicitation photos were missing, um, missing a bit there. And we had uh, uh, Dean and John and myself and then you guys here, we said, hey, like you're you're missing something, right? We, we provided the input, we provided the evidence, we showed uh, how they were inaccurate in offering us only one staff, right? And uh, it took, uh, took the whole community, it wasn't just us five, it took the whole community coming together, voicing that opinion to make that happen. And it did. After consideration, they decided to add that second staff, right? Big win for the community. I think as big a win as this, 2099. Um, Han in the chat says, your own opinion is your most important. I mean, I completely agree. And um, in other cases, right, the Spider-Man, the uh, the new red and blue suit. A lot of people, myself included, didn't like the portrait. I felt that um, it looked a bit odd. And Hot Toys had done a update post where they had said, hey, we, we took a lot of these portraits completely revamped them and I think they're much much better because collectors spoke out right I think it's very important 
uh, when Hot Toys released the Mark 85, aka the Stuart Little, a lot of people were really upset. And we've we as collectors voiced that opinion. We canceled pre-orders, right? We we let them know that this was unacceptable. And what did they do? They recalled the sculpts. It was an exchange program through Sideshow, through Hot Toys, and we got a really good portrait, right? A really good Mark 85 portrait because we spoke up. In the past, when Hot Toys solicited the BVS Batman, a lot of people were joking, like, dude, this is Fat Man. Like, he is way shredded in the film. And what we see from Hot Toys, because they had already started parading this around at the different conventions, was terrible. We spoke up, and we got one of the greatest, I would say, one of the greatest Hot Toys Batman figures ever made. Right, And that became the basis for you know, three or four different figures that were adopted from this muscle body suit. And so I, I want to hear what you guys have to say about this because th- that rhetoric, like don't like it, don't buy it, don't talk about it, right? Let, us, let the people that are buying it have our opinions, but if you're not going to buy it, then keep your mouth shut. I think it's bad rhetoric. Dean, what do you think about that? Um... Yeah, I completely agree with you. Uh, I always say on the show, you know, squeaky wheel gets the oil, you know. If if you don't voice your opinion, respectfully, there are people who don't do that. And, you know, shame on you, whoever you I'm going to give you a bonus point because I think that's respectful, um, I think, is the way that you need to be doing it. Yeah. Now, if you're, you know, in the chat shooting shit with your friends, you know, you could, you know, be funny and, you know, talk shit, but. If you're going out to like Facebook or uh, Hot Toys like public Facebook page to like complain, you know, you gotta, you know, be nice. Like, hey, I don't like this. This could be better. Don't, you know, just shit on it for the sake of shitting on it, which I know I'm guilty of all the time. Not publicly on their Facebook page, but you know, I'm a very negative person when it comes to figures and stuff. Like, Bro, you're just negative in general. You're a piece of shit. To be you're honest. not wrong. I, yeah, you're Zach pissing is me not off wrong, this whole guys. week. I'm like, bro, what is being honest? Like? That fucking stick I'm up. I'm on my head. bullshit, dude. Um, but yeah, it, it's you know, especially, especially when we're spending this kind of money in a time where not a lot of people have that kind of money to be spending. Um, and I think that that contract of I'm giving you this much money, I think they should be open to, you know, making those changes. And, you know, for most of the part, they are, uh, especially at the 2099 suit. That's very cool. Um, so, yeah, I think uh, voicing your opinion is always a good thing. Right. If you're unhappy and you just let that shit bottle inside you no matter what it is right it's it's never a good thing so yeah get out there and and voice those opinions uh sam guest says talk about pick your battles because when all the community complains and it picks every release the community just become known as whiny bitches but when we unite when it's warranted it's hurt so i only partially agree with uh with you zach and dean um how dare you. i th- i think what I've seen from this last day is we as content creators and collectors have collectively patted ourselves on the back a little bit for voicing our distaste for this past release. 
And can you go back to the article uh, or like the the uh, the but wording? I like the store little photo. Right. Um, here it says very strategically. We study from feedbacks continuously and refine prototypes. Blah blah blah. Uh, after careful consideration, we decided to give uh, a significant costume upgrade. What that tells me is this did not sell. Period. Money speaks louder than any words to a company like Hot Toys. They absolutely had the ability to control the message like Marco commonly says. They could have said, we heard you. We heard you. But they didn't say that. They didn't. They were very strategic in their approach on how they stated this. I don't think this sold at all. And for the group of folks out there that still liked the more poseable option, which there are a few. I've seen them in the, in the groups, in the chats. Um... I don't think that that number outweighed the possible loss of money for this company if they did not make the change. I think that Tony Stank head sculpt is actually the wrong example to provide because I think they would have kept that head sculpt in the box if people hadn't rioted about it and not decided to buy that figure, that most, like one of the most iconic versions of that Iron Man. Um, but people weren't buying it because they weren't happy with what they were seeing. So they had to change it. Um, ben, ben, I don't... That's, I think that I have to disagree with you there though, because okay. that was after the pre-orders, right? That figure was already being released when we saw that head sculpt, but people so were they getting already hand... sold their, they would have sold their allocation to sideshow. They would have okay. sold allocations in Hong Kong and other overseas. So I think that that is an applicable scenario, but anyways, continue. Okay. No, for sure. But then what about Batman begins? What about the collective riot of Batman Begins? People getting that figure in hand and being absolutely just devastated by the fact that they haven't upgraded that one, but enough sold, so they didn't change it. I, I, I just, I worry that it's money speaks all languages. I, I don't think, I think un, unlike your situation with the, the Moria staff with Inart, Inart actually like stated, collecting weekly helped make this change happen. They didn't say we studied our, our analytics and... Well, Hot Toys is never going to pat us on the back like that. They're not going to say the content creators. But it was a great opportunity for them to do that. No, not even the content creators, but just the community in general. I think it unfortunately has more to do with the dollar sold versus them hearing community feedback. I I think if this had sold, they would have kept it the way it was. I would say we study from feedbacks continuously would incorporate all of that. Because if you look at the posts of this figure, the solicitation, it was like... Sometimes it's like 50-50, right? When there is something somewhat controversial. I mean, this was like like 80-20 or like 90-10. It was bad. Um, And to the point on the Batman, like it's much easier for them after the fact to send out new portraits than it is to do like a full recall on the body, right? They've, I think the DeLorean, as much as I would have, have, as much as I personally advocated for them to recall it, I think just the logistics, like everyone says, is just really hard to do. Mm-hmm. The The head sculpts is easy, right? In the U.S., you pay your own dime to send it to Sideshow. They send you one back on their dime. Um, with the Batman Begins, um, I don't know that we were ever really promised like massive improvements. Um, but again, at that point, right, it's not like it was just the face plates that were bad or just the portrait that was bad. If you're talking like recalling the whole figure, I think at that point it's too late. Sure. Um, so I, I would I would perhaps disagree a little bit there. 
But then what uh, about Doc Twiz- Brown? What about Doc Brown? How come we didn't get a new head sculpt with that that figure? Like again, same thing. Enough for of the... them sold, so they were like, it's fine. For leave which as, parts? So like the for the where yeah, the glasses like, go in. Just the head sculpt was a complete reissue of of a head sculpt from the past. With like you said, with the whole still from glasses that don't exist with that particular figure. Like that was a great candidate for another Tony Stark situation, like Marco saying, where people had it in hand. If they wanted to listen to the community of collectors, we were all like super disappointed with that Doc Brown, and yet they were like, "Yeah, I would say with the plutonium case also." Um, mm. I don't know; it's hard to say, Ben. Yeah, I think they're certainly inc- they're certainly inconsistent <laughs> on a lot of this, right? It is um, very inconsistent. Yeah, I um I would agree with you there. I I I feel genuinely like this post is a direct comment on the not necessarily the monetary feedback. Or the sales numbers feedback, but from the way that I I read it, just from my point of view, very much so a um, a uh, result of of a lot of that Facebook criticism. And I know and in the I past Hot Toys has been sorry, Mark, just quick. I know in the past Hot Toys has been um, I don't know what the word perhaps sensitive. I don't know if that's the right word, but I know. Um, I'm forgetting the name, but there was a, there was a moment. I, I want to say it was the Iron Man, right? Where the sculptor himself was like, I think they either turned off comments or they went private for a bit because the backlash was so negative. But I, Hot Toys obviously as a company, isn't going to do that. And this is a great question here, Mark. I'm going to let you t- take your point and then we'll talk about this comment here. Yeah. So I think overall, so we got to be careful about how we talk about this. Number one, because so much of our culture is so negative with social media folks have a ability to put their you know comments out there so quickly without even thinking and so you just go on to anything it's either instagram or facebook or twitter and so many of the comments are negative that it just becomes noise we're like with the flash film i enjoyed it there's a lot of folks that are like losing their mind over the cg and there are like very there are plenty of things to complain about but because our culture is just so prone to complaining and bitching about everything, I think people get fatigued. But I do want to say when you talk about either the monetary feedback or the feedback from the community, I think it's both. I think that they use both data points for sure, right? Now, obviously, the money speaking is incredibly true. Like that's probably guiding so many of their decisions. But Hot Toys is always listening as well, right? There's other examples where they didn't have to give us updates that the figures probably would have sold well. We don't we don't have insight, but the Scarlet Witch, they gave us an update. The Doc Ock, they gave us an update. The Batman, right? The With the head sculpt and the hair, they gave us an update. So it seems like they ha- have started, you know, taking in the feedback. Now, we don't get wins all of the time, right? And at the end of the day, you're not going to win them all. But I think it is important to have your voice heard. And I do understand those folks that are like, all right, like you just all complain about everything all the time. And again, that that's just a byproduct of our culture. But I think if if we all become united... And we're constructive, like Dean said, you've got to be very constructive about the way you give feedback that you can make a change. Now, at the end of the day, you're not going to make every single change that you want. But I think that the, these companies are always listening to us, maybe not NECA, but like these companies, they've, they've got a lot of competition for our dollars. And so at the end of the day, it behooves them to at least show that they're listening some of the time and they can't give us every single thing that we could ever want. But I think, uh, yeah, it's incredibly important to speak up. Um, And I'm proud that they have, you know, a lot of folks like myself, I love the film, 
but this product wasn't good, good enough. I spoke with my wallet and then when they changed it, I went and secured a pre-order. And so I think that that's, you know, one way to kind of reward the, all right, you've updated it and now I'm going to go and, and support this product. Um, we haven't seen enough yet, so it's kind of a scary proposition. But yeah, I think uh, I think we could definitely be heard. But I like and and sorry, like I I I definitely agree with that perspective too. I think one of the thing, reasons that I said I only partially agree with Dean and Zach is the part that I agree with is you should still give feedback either way. I think not like just voting with your wallet isn't necessarily the right call. Um, I do think money speaks more, louder than than our comments do, uh, but over time, if we were to just accept everything, then you wouldn't get some of these wins. But I've I've yeah. always felt like collecting in the six scale world, especially with regards to Hot Toys, feels a bit like an abusive relationship where they give yeah. us a little bit of love and a little attention and we're like, you love us! And then they slap us around a little bit for a while and we're like, oh, okay, like maybe not. And then they give us a little something again and bring us right back in. And I feel like this is a bit of an example of that. Because yeah. if they were listening to collectors, they would also then, like, where's the apology to the people who wanted the articulated version of this figure that were excited about that one and did pre-order it? Where's the apology to those people? Like, a lot of us, including myself, feels like this is a win. This went from a figure that I did not want to a figure that I'm yeah. absolutely willing to consider. So for me, it was a win. But for yeah. for folks out there, it was still a bit of an L. So where's where's the it's we're tough. listening to you for them? You know what I mean? And and yeah. I, I I like the romantic idea of of us feeling like our our opinions matter from the community but i think again it does get lost because so many people can be so negative so easily like marco's saying that sometimes it can just feel like collective bitching and not necessarily very productive so yeah. those dollars end up writing the ticket and i did it's see tough. a comment saying or people someone was celebrating and they're like oh we got this win you know they heard us we won and then someone said well you bitched all this time is it still a win if you bitched and then you won it's like yeah Actually, that's the <laughs> whole point of expressing your opinion constructively. <laughs> Come on. That's it's, 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 it's definitely tough, right? Um, even, even in just our small circle, right, uh, being in charge of things, you often have to make decisions that not everyone is going to like, right? Um, case in point, um, just a small example that just happened today. Um, Marco had found out that he has like this uh, wedding event and we may have to move the date for Oxcon and some of the dates that we're looking at um, some local people may not be able to attend or you know it's impossible to, to do something that's going to make everyone happy and I think as as a company as you know anyone doing anything right there's always going to be a subset of people that are going to be upset one way or another and I think Ben you're absolutely right there are going to be a number of people that are like well now I don't want this because it is now no longer going to be as posable. More I think than I expected, actually. More than I expected from the from the feedback. And and could it be a vocal minority? Who knows, right? But I think overall, from from my perspective, just what I've seen today, I've seen more people in the in the posts and the comments that I've seen say, "Hey, I will now order this," than people that are like, "Well, now I don't want this." Just in just how in do we, the, the groups that I'm in, how do we know it's not going to be more posable though? I know folks had like concerns about well, you, because of the body shape, you can't do a, a fabric suit. It seems like they found a way. How do you mm -hmm. know for sure that it will be less posable? That that baffles me. 
I think it's probably less posable because of the material, the risk yeah, of I would breaking say it's, the material. It's probably as posable, but I would say long term you have that durability issue. Miles is pretty damn um, posable. Anyways. It's a yeah, beauty figure. Is it long term posable though? Like you could leave it for months, you think? Because with the with the joints, I mean, you could basically leave it like that for forever. Yeah, right? I think the Miles suit is like very. It's like a Mezco figure, honestly. Okay, I think yeah, you could do I, I, like I don't have it in hand, so I'm not being a smartass. I genuinely don't know. But this is a great question here. Why do we give Hot Toys a pass for never engaging with the community? I don't. I think that is the weakest part of them as a company, right? You know, taking feedback directly or sending them a message or. Uh, letting us know what's going on. I think they've certainly been better since Inart has been in the picture, but I think their history trends to not being particularly engaging. On the other side, I think companies like Inart are perhaps a bit too engaging, and I know Marco says that a lot, right? They came out the gate super engaging, and I think they realized that that there's also a negative to being too engaged, right? They had to pull it back a bit. I don't know that that either company is really in that Goldilocks zone for just the right amount of engaging. I still think that NR is perhaps engaging a bit too much, and I think Hot Toys is still just engaging a, like not enough. Um, and it's tough, right? I think uh, I always say this, but I think Todd McFarlane, I think one of the best companies uh, uh, out there, even though it's not really what we collect generally, but I think the level of communication that Todd has with the uh with the toy collector i think it's fantastic he does regular lives keeps us all updated um and i think um i i I just think that that to me is the is the gold standard for companies communicating i know in the past NECA used to be uh really good with that there was a uh, i think randy was the name on twitter uh and, and i think after I think some idiot leaked his like private email or something and it he just got a bunch of shit so I think they've kind of pulled that back but I I don't personally give them a pass. I don't know if the panel members here uh Dean if you think that that we give them a pass. I don't think we do. No, I've always I said think, that they can do better. Yeah, um, I think we've always been pretty consistent on like they need to do better because, you know, an update three months later like hey we changed the head sculpt while it is a win it's also like okay well like what what about everything else but then at the same time it's like you know you don't want to be again nitpicky and it's like are they going to do every little thing that you suggest no probably not but it'd be nice to have some communication i think that's where a lot of people really liked in art at the beginning but they've also kind of fallen into that same pattern. <laughs> that's true Burtis. Yeah. Uh, ben, what about you? Hot Toys, do we give them a pass on the communication? I think... Hmm, I do think we give them a pass to a certain extent because of the challenges we've seen in art go through. I agree with you, Dean. At first, people really liked the fact that they were very communicative. And then it was very hard for them to draw a line in the sand and be like, okay, we're not taking any more feedback. Um, because that, then when they kind of started to ghost us for a couple months there, it felt like people were like, where the hell is in art? What happened to all the communication? What happened to the transparency? What happened to the openness? Um, I think that's part of the reason that Hot Toys does not give us that communication. I think that they, they have just learned from all of the time uh, in the six scale world that it is hard for us to, us to draw a line between nitpicking and 
constructive criticism because what we feel sometimes is constructive criticism to somebody else may feel like a bit of a nitpick but when that's your favorite character like Gandalf with the print on the pants I would have got that Gandalf and never even known he had print on the pants but to Zach that's really important to you so for you that's a that could be a deal breaker for that character. For me, that could be a, like a nitpick, like why would anybody care? So where is that division in the in the sand, that line um, to which we can stay on the positive side of communication with these companies? So in a, in a sense, I think we give Hot Toys a pass because they give us so much cool shit over time that, like I said earlier with the abusive relationship, we're, we're like, they don't love us. Oh, they do love us. Oh, they don't love us. Oh, but they do love us all the time within art they've only had one figure released so far so if we yeah. keep nitpicking them they're never going to be able to keep to the schedule that they've uh, solicited so i kind of well, want them fair. to stop talking and just start making figures <laughs> to be fair we're nitpicking them because they've came out and said that they're going to be the best this and that 100 so, yeah. totally totally agree, to yeah. live up 100 500 i got 500 i got 500 greenbacks on this gandalf right now i need that shit to be crispy when it comes out and um, I, I definitely don't give Hot Toys a pass at all, right? They, their communication isn't perfect, but this is a very small community. I think respect, you know, if you compare it to, let's say, Jordans or like video games, even video games have some developer feedback. Um, but this is a pretty small community, and I know that they're listening. Maybe not to us all the time, but to the community. I know they've got an ear to the ground. They aren't evolving as quickly as all of us would love, but I've seen enough signs of progress and incorporating things from the community and feedback that it it feels like there is a back and forth. Even if, like Joker Jay says, we don't have that direct conduit, it does feel like you know things are getting incorporated that our voice is somewhat heard in the community. Now, I think it definitely could get better, but it could be a situation like I love to use Madden. I used to buy Madden every year. I'm a big franchise person. They had a trending fixed Madden franchise. The developers came out, hey, we're going to do X, Y, Z. We're going to really hear the community feedback. And so they do open, or they do closed betas. They collect all this feedback and the shit still doesn't change. So it's like you could, you could do all this feedback, all this community interaction. And if you're not improving the product, then it doesn't matter at the end of the day. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. Um, Let's, uh, I think we touched them all here. Let's uh, move forward here. The 64-bit fix, uh, Grand Theft Auto had an update over the weekend, continues to fuck me on, on OxPD, but uh, Marco, tell us about the ones, the, excuse me, the 16-bit fix. Yeah, so so I'm going to turn over the 64-bit fix to the Tough Nut crew over here so Ben can tell us about <laughs> Grand Theft Auto Online since he and Dean have been getting after it, and hopefully I will join them very soon. We have been, yeah. So, uh, you know, I wanted to keep it relatively short, but this popped up in my feed the other day uh, that Grand Theft Auto Online GTA Five has another new downloadable content patch. And it blows me away, guys, because I've been playing this game now since PlayStation 3. I've played it on PS4, now PS5. When I look at my stats, I've put 64 24-hour days into this game. So, like... That's, I think, over 3,000 hours uh, of playtime in the years, over a decade, that I've put into this this game. You could have learned another language in that time. Uh, definitely. Definitely. English. I've learned the yes. GTA. <laughs> probably English. Uh, I've learned the GTA language. It's It blows me away. So one of the reasons I, I thought it was worthy of recognition was, A, the longevity of this product. They've changed 
what it means to be an online game in my opinion it's gone so far from what it originally was to what it is now but it's kept itself relevant to the point where people are like we we want gta 6 but but gta 5 is still producing so when are we going to get gta 6 and if so how long is it going to be until that game is is a fully developed game because this has been as i said what i started playing this in 2012 we're halfway to th through 23 uh 2023 so that's 11 years uh that i've been playing this game for with my friends uh yeah. including now with dean oh, so fantastic. yeah and and we were talking about this the other day because it's like like you said it's like we want gta 6 but it's like i've spent so much time in gta 5 like what about all my stuff mm -hmm. and you know all, all this content that we're, we've been getting and um it's it's definitely not without its faults you know with this update uh i think they took away like 200 cars on the online store oh wow which is kind of shitty it's like why like what was, what's the point of that um and you know they abandoned red dead online which a lot of people are upset about but you know I guess to focus on Grand Theft Auto Five because it does so well and it continues to do well. Red Dead, you can only have so fast of a horse, though. Once you get the fastest <laughs> horse, it's like okay, or the or the most precise gun for the what seventeen hundreds or whatever it's supposed to be. Like you can only like there's a there's a limit at which you can't develop shit anymore for that. You game. can't well, skydive in, in Red Dead. No. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, Sorry, yeah. This, this this game's really fun, and um, I like playing with Ben. Yeah, I feel like we we had a similar PS5 with Ben, just to clarify. Yeah. No, yeah, PS5. <laughs> wow, he's a with Bendita. Uh, yeah, this is a game, and Zach, he, you and I said this the other day about Played we've bought windows. this game so many fucking times, and it's like, and it's still mm -hmm. fucking good. That's the part that pisses yeah, me off. It's crazy. So, um, I have put no lie between Xbox 360 xbox one and playstation probably over a thousand probably close to 1500 hours into this game and i haven't even played online i just play the story or um just driving around and just fucking around doing whatever or um uh ox pd i have probably about 500 hours on ox pd it's so fucking fun and this game so after the show like you know we're gonna stay on for a few minutes i want to talk a little bit more about daft punk but this was one of the first gifts that Victoria ever bought me. And I have so much sentimental value for this game. Um, it was, I don't remember what exactly the occasion was. It was either our first year anniversary or like six months. I'm like, we bought each other like nice gifts for some reason. And, and, I, and she asked what I wanted. And it was, this is what I wanted. Right. And I remember playing the game for the first time. And my roommate was, we're hanging out. My roommate Hunter and we were just like, holy shit, this game... And it was right when it came. It was like, this game is fucking wild. Like, the graphics, the driving, the police were just, like, so much better than, than the last game. And I... It, it, it was such an experience um, playing this game. And then I remember, um, you know, on Xbox One, when Victoria was pregnant with Vivi playing this game, you know, late nights, she'd be not feeling well being in bed. And I would, I would be like, okay, well, I'm going to go, you know, play some Grand Theft Auto, you know, cause she just kind of wanted to settle and be on her own for a bit and just playing this for hours and hours and hours. 
and just beating the story like multiple times and you know i remember always wanting to play ox pd um or lspdfr but i didn't have a pc and in director's mode you can play as a cop but the you know they don't respond to you as a police officer and i remember getting that gaming pc and this was the first game that i bought and um learning how to do the lspdfr mod stuff and setting it up and just having a blast um yeah this this is to me i i i would say you know there's a lot of really good games that have been made um but this is to me you know up there is one of the most influential games of all time and the fact that you know it's 10 plus years later and they're still making dlc uh, or, or update, I don't know what they call these updates or DLC, whatever is insane. Um, and it sucks rocks for LSPDFR players because anytime they do these updates, they have to go back and rebuild LSPDFR. And um, the, the common sentiment on those groups is like, we can't wait for Grand Theft Auto six because then they're going to leave this game alone and we can, you know, mod in peace because the Grand Theft Auto four community, believe it or not, there's people that still play LSPDFR on that game it's like a goddamn utopia because they haven't touched that game in forever. So they can get real deep into some of these mods. Um, but yeah, this is, uh, this is a fun, I, I, I do want to play online at some point. I just, I've never done it, but it looks fun. Do it. It's fun, man. It's a whole new, it's a whole new world online. It's fun. For sure. Is um, it cross Sam, play? So you can play with, uh, all different. No, else? Oh no, you gotta so. be locked in the same. Damn. See you later, Moostream. Sam Gist, uh, we talked Outlaws last week. Yeah, you can't even play PS4 to PS5, me and Ben found out. I thought Dean had the PS5 version. I had the PS4 version. So I bought the PS5 version, and then as soon as you transition your character from the PS4 to the PS5, you can't go back. And then he loaded up his version, and it turned out he actually had the PS4 version and not the <laughs> PS5 version. So I then couldn't play with any of my friends. And I was like, well, I bought this game to play with you, so now you <laughs> have to buy it again so we can play. Oh, yeah, and, yeah. Had, and then we couldn't even play the same night because he had to re-download it. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so I was so like, pissed. It was just an epic fail of a game night, but it was yeah. what it was. <laughs> it was a good time, though. <laughs> it was only 10 bucks. And Marco, we made you buy it, didn't we? No, I haven't bought it yet, but I will. I will. Dingos, dude. I don't think it's on sale anymore. But... That's an easy know, one for you to bucks. pick up for 20 minutes and play with us, Marco. I thought that was Marco yeah. on the left side of the screen there with his haircut. Wow. Jesus. <laughs> that seems racial. I don't... <laughs> it kind of looks like him. Look. <laughs> look Maybe. to the side, Marco. Actually, Hang on, let me, let me Let me do this real quick. Oh, shit. That didn't do what I wanted to do at all. <laughs> you got the same little hook nose. Yeah, that is me. I love it. Probably walks on the tippy toes. Well, um, anyways, <laughs> oh let's uh, be extra let's, for that. Let's, move, let's move forward because we're gonna be here all night. Um, Spaceballs in a distant galaxy, planet Spaceballs depleted its air supply, leaving its citizens reliant on a product called Perrier. In desperation, Spaceballs leader President Scroob orders the evil Dark Helmet to kidnap Princess Vespa of oxygen-rich Druidia, then hold her hostage in exchange for air, but help arise to the princess in the form of renegade space pilot Lone Star and his half-man, half-dog partner, Barf. This movie is fucking awesome. I remember as a kid seeing this movie, half the jokes went right over my head. But, man, this, this is... This movie's fucking incredible. And it's funny because the other day I was in Walgreens and they had cans of air... And I laughed out loud. I thought that was the silliest thing ever. But you, I don't know what it's for, but you just crack it open and you just breathe air. 
it's so stupid it's like it's like eight dollars so expensive too um but always whenever i see that it always reminds me of this film uh one of the great best films of all time john candy rest in peace rick moranis incredible i didn't realize um that lone star was the president in independence day until today i was watching the film and i was like man that guy what what else has he done and i went through his his imdb good stuff great actor no martin it's not compressed air for cleaning it's for like um i mean it's really just oxygen right i guess it's more pure than the air you breathe and it has like a little mouth nose thing i don't know technically it was also the dad in casper deep cat Oh, dude, that dad's a fucking prick when he throws all those Beetleborgs away. Fuck that guy. <laughs> um, anyways, that, that scene always traumatized me as a kid. Uh, Dean, what did you think about this? Or what? I'm oh, sure you've seen it before. yeah. I mean, dude. <laughs> One, growing up loving Star Wars, you, you kind of, like, get defensive a little bit. But the absolute love and care, like this is clearly a parody, but like a parody out of love. Like it's so wonderfully done and fun and nothing is like, doesn't talk down to anybody. Um, it's just so charming. Uh, and it's not just a parody of Star Wars, which is, is you know very clearly Star Wars, but there's stuff like aliens and you know pop culture references, um, like the thing with yogurt and the merchandising, you know, with George Lucas merchandising Star Wars, and then the little alien in the diner, hello my baby, hello my, <laughs> you know, it's just hilarious. And in fact, it's the same actor from Alien, isn't it? That gets the, the chest first. Yeah. Um, not again, he says. Not again. Yeah, yeah, not again. yeah, yeah. Um, Look at this goofy ass shit. $18 for oxygen. Uh, Han was looks like Febreze. Pure oxygen can help keep you awake, though. I don't know. I didn't That's buy true. It. I mean, they showed it with a football player. Yeah, if you're come off the sideline, dude. Well, they do it at the NFL, but. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. Do they make it in Magnum? Oh my god. Is there a bigger can for Ben? Um oh my dude, god. Uh Pizza the Hut, amazing. Um That grossed me the And it's out. funny, Dean, because really in this gross. movie I, I wanna say there was an informal agreement with uh Mel Brooks and George Lucas that, you know, he could poke fun at this stuff and right. sort of not be under legal pressure. But the joke was or the the agreement was that they could never make figures from this. So the merchandising stuff yeah. is like all it's like a bit tongue-in-cheek about that agreement so yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's why they're able to kind of get so close to the sun there and yeah, not get yeah. burned it's because of that agreement um but yeah i mean there's so many quotable moments of this like the the thing where he's like you're watching then when is that that is now now no that was then um or like uh they're jamming our signal and like fucking, fucking jam, jam runs on the screen and why didn't anyone tell me my ass was so big like <laughs> Like, this movie is just perfect in every way. I, I absolutely love it. That's funny. Uh, the I'm surrounded by a bunch of assholes, uh, or I'm surrounded by assholes. <laughs> Keep firing, assholes. <laughs> Keep firing. That made me laugh. The scene, like, the very beginning of the movie, when you see the ship flying through space like you normally would with a Star Wars movie, but then it just, like, it keeps going and keeps going and going and going and after after about 40 seconds of the ship moving i started to laugh because i'm like okay i get it like what the what is happening right now on the other hand 
I have not seen this movie in probably easily 20 years. And it does not hold up for me the same way it does for you guys. I can see it if like if it was a movie that you've loved for your whole life. I can see I can see the love behind it. I can see where the quotes are funny. There was a lot of like parts of the film where like obviously it's a parody, right? But like they the actors are like so like like what do you say Marco tongue in cheek that it's kind of like they're like cheekily like saying lines but like it, it to me they didn't they didn't land as well as i think they were intended to i just i felt like i couldn't i wanted to still like take the movie seriously up to a certain extent and i just couldn't like get into it after a certain while and honestly i started to get a little bored during parts um i love john candy uh i hate i hate the name barf as a character but again that goes back to the beginning of the show so i was like oh yeah, it just grosses me out but that but then the pizza man whatever his name was uh pizza the hut uh jab of the pizza hut i was like that grossed me out too I, so ultimately it made me laugh a couple times it didn't make me belly laugh by any stretch uh, it was $9 that I spent to watch this movie because I couldn't find it streaming anywhere. Uh, and I don't think I'd watch it again, to be honest. I didn't I didn't love it. I didn't love it. It didn't hold up for me. So, so this brand of humor, we obviously all grew up on, right? Like the, just like playing to the lowest common denominator, denominator right? Just like the dumbest possible jokes. But they are funny to us, right? Because there's so many films that we love, like Spaceballs, Naked Gun, Airplane, even like more modern, like scary movie, right? Like they're just so silly that it's just, you can't help but like chuckle. So I don't know, like I I struggle with that type of humor though, because you're right. It isn't necessarily, it is timeless in that, like they still continue to make stuff like that. But if you don't have a, a, you know, that nostalgia for the property, then trying to rewatch it, it's just kind of like, okay, this is kind of a slog because it's not, it's more cheeky and less like laugh out loud funny. Um, but this is this is an all time classic. So I de- I never have any issues with watching it. But just the the comedy is just so dumb. It's just so dumb. Sometimes it makes your head hurt. But it is just again a classic. So what are you gonna say, Dean? <laughs> Sam Gus made me laugh my ass off. Says, Ben, are you sure you're not watching Spider Man? <laughs> okay, so oh. let's be honest though. I I did also watch it by myself. And there are some movies, even like uh, like Napoleon Dynamite. The first time I watched Napoleon Dynamite, I was by myself. Didn't laugh. Oh, the second time I watched it, I watched it with buddies, and I watched it with a guy like Dean, who when they get laughing, you cannot help but laugh your ass off. And I honestly think that this is the type of film that is, if we'd been able to watch it as a group of boys or a group of people, uh, I think I would have had a lot of, of a lot more fun with it. Uh, if fair. I'd been hearing Dean laugh in the background of the, I would, I would have enjoyed it more, guaranteed, uh, guaranteed. That's fair. That's fair. So I, yes, I did bad fish. We have, um, God, I'm trying to find this, uh, this poster. My Facebook is going wild. My cousin uh, really liked it though. Just, just so you know, Dean, just in case. Let's see here. Oh, so we have, right. uh, the listener movie, uh, every, every cycle. So some of the films that we were suggested, um, I'm going to pick four. So let's see. Uh, let me go to YouTube and make a poll real quick so we can let the Patreon, or I guess the chat vote rather. Um, so the, the movies I'm going to go with are, um, let's see, movie of the week poll. I'm going to go with Osmosis Jones, uh, The Sandlot. Let's go, Sandlot. Come on. 
let's see here. Um, Pineapple Express and 40-Year-Old Virgin. How's that sound? Some bangers on that list. And this will be the listener's choice. So let's put up the poll here. And uh, at the end of the show, we'll check back in and see uh, which has won that uh, result there. Uh, so let's, uh, Dean, let's say thank you to the Patreonies for uh, keeping this going. The Patreonies. Yeah, I'll give a quick shout out to Ian CB, Renee Mendez, Eric Mariscal, Quinn Aguirre, King Louis, Mark Pearson, Paul Schreiber, Equan, Chris Valen, Serena, Ben Thomas, Chris Letty, David Jones, Sam Guest. Daminator, Joao Breda, Thomas Clark, Eric Switzer, Six Guns, Figs, Billy Badfish, Toy Cartel, Sweet Sweet Danny Lee, Deanie Martin, Stephen Kret, Big Old Fern, Cesar Maraquin, Mark Phillips, Lisa Martin Bamonski, Rick DiGregorio, The Everyday Collector, Ricardo Valdez, Jose CZ, Erwin Ezzacina, The Illustrious Rainer, Alan Morgan, Two Cothry, Wad, Derek B, Arias Portillo, Mark Randolph, Alvin J. Jazz Carroll, Joe Ridley, Pablo Meza, D Rock, Matt Clevenger, <laughs> Seth Tucker, CSC3PO, Scott Smith, Don Don, Jimmy James, Stephen Pritchett, Sean Usby, Scott Bradley, Steve and Maria Stanley, Eddie Manzanaris, Louis Bennett, Chip Perrin, Jimmy Hernandez, and oh, <laughs> Gigi the Judgmental, and Brenton Palmer. <laughs> Sorry, wow. Kevin was. I thought that was your Kevin. stomach growling. Like no, it was. Kevin. <laughs> was like, wow. The second he starts hearing me read the the feed, he knows I'm about to get up, and he gets all excited. He's in. He's in your fed. What a smart boy. Um, the May June Patreon benefits uh, going out this week. Next week, we have the question of the week sticker and the Spooderverse sticker. Uh, next cycle, we're going to be doing the brand new Small Talk logo. We're not ready to announce that just yet, and. Uh, we're going to try to work on a CW 3000 sticker. So stay tuned for that. It may be a little bit different than the one in 2000 stickers that we did. Uh, Patreon starts at $5 a month for the hot seat, seven fifty for the sweet angel sticker sent straight to your door and access to ox after dark replay. Uh, $15 for the certified crispy tier with figure fix assistance and the certificate $25 for the what a guy tier. You get the pog deluxe set and doubles all the stickers that we send. Uh, taking a look at our YouTube channel members, we have Absolute Irwin, Alvin J, Andre, Andres IB, Andrew Gibo, Benjamin Hansen, Big Old Fern, Blurred Dad Life, Bob Dylan, CC3PO, Chris V, Cram, CT603, DJ, Daminator, Dante's Boneyard, Eclectic Collector, Equan, Fat Batman, Gare Bear, Gotham, Cenobites, Jake, uh, Just Another Friday Night, uh, Justin Sports Card, KJ Smith, LV Avenger 702, Mark Pearson, Eddie Money Mendez, Mr. Mobs Collectibles, Knight, OG Fan, OMFG Rick, uh, one six figure focus, Paul Schreiber, Philip the Fool, S Beam, Sam Gist, Slifer, SpongeBob Squareballs, Sunnyvale, Russ, The Ben Thomas Show, Toy Cartel, and Zeke. So thank you guys for um, supporting us through the YouTube channel membership. If you want to become a YouTube channel member, you can do so. Uh, Patreon tier is ninety nine cents, and Peanut Gallery is two ninety nine. Um, Here's a look at our tea public. If you want to support us there, I recommend waiting for a deal, but uh, your money is your money. Uh, and here's a look at the network. We have collecting weekly live unboxing uh, every Monday question of the week on Sundays, uh, reissue figures on the out in June. Uh, OFAC podcast is next week. Uh, small talk is uh, Thursdays uh, after dark tomorrow at 10 30 live and let dice. Um, 
I just found out today that's apparently not happening this Saturday, so that's kind of lame, but uh, figure that out. Uh, maybe we'll do some Ox PD this weekend. So, um, yeah, let's see here. Um, just want to plug the uh, gun channel just for a bit. Uh, there's a video going live tomorrow um, on the channel. Uh, had a free range day um, at uh, a gun uh, range uh, here in Comfort, Texas, just a little bit um, northwest of San Antonio. And then uh, this is actually what Marco helped me buy for my birthday. Uh, it's a uh, optic for a pistol, so we'll be doing unboxing of that on Sunday. Um, Looks and like a uh, cute yeah, old tube TV. It is. <laughs> yeah, actually, it kind of does. I can't unsee that. Um, my just as a fair warning, my I was really working on my grip, and it was a different grip than I was used to, and the fucking it was awful on video. You're using your left hand. No, on the on the firearm, like but uh, on the firearm we got yeah again the good yeah. old stranger. <laughs> Um, so don't, don't roast me too hard on the grip. I'm trying to get better, but I want to go to shoot with Dean and get it on, on video. Um, I did have just a little bit more. I wanted to talk about if you guys are willing to stay for a few more minutes, but I got a message from a longtime listener of the show, Don John. And, um, I hope he doesn't mind, but I'm going to read some of it. Uh, he said he's been listening since 2020 was a listener of 60 scavengers but needed another figure news fix especially during covid he says i work in healthcare and we didn't stop so most people work from home we were still going to work at the hospital and since i drive to work collecting weekly really made that drive better and took me out of that insane time to this day i still listen to cw and enjoy ofac driving to and from work uh thank you to uh dean uh john back then and now ben and marco for spending the time to deliver us amazing content each week so um don thank you so much buddy that is uh it's messages like that that really keep us um keep us going and keep us wanting to continue um doing this kind of stuff so um we appreciate that those kind words um sam is saying my son and i went to a gun show entered a raffle and won a ruger lc9 it's fantastic um but yeah just going back on daft punk for a bit um it's funny so i used to live in san marcus which is about 50 minutes from here and um i remember random access members when it first came out we bought it like the first day and um that album was like like really all that we listened to for like a few years and anytime we would drive um the distance from where i lived to victoria's parents house and then to my house was almost exactly the f the album runtime and yeah I've, I've just been a huge fan of daft punk ever since some of my fondest memories are with that album so um thomas thank you so much what is ben giggling about i was just like laughing to himself sorry. over telling the story he can't, can't get, wipe the damn smile off his face sorry, what are you laughing friend, at so my friend hannah just messaged me to say uh, like, dang this guy it sucks bro this story sucks <laughs> She's responding to Sam Gist's comment where it says, uh, my son and I went to a gun show, entered a raffle, one ticket, and won a Ruger LC, uh, LC9, LC9 free gun. She said, dang, in America, you can win a child a gun. <laughs> Goddamn right. And in like Canada, <laughs> that just doesn't exist. Yeah. <laughs> wow! How dare you? That made yeah. me laugh. <laughs> no registration needed, too. You just roll it on out there. You're good to go. <laughs> That's crazy. Um, yeah, Zach, I had a buddy who worked at CD Exchange at the time. Hey, that's and right, Mama Jim. 
and he knew how much I loved Daft Punk, and so he got me random access memories like two days early. It's uh-huh. fucking amazing. He was like, oh, I probably actually shouldn't have said that. He's like, don't tell anybody. Um, <laughs> oh what was his name? <laughs> <laughs> and I remember, because Daft Punk, you know, every album is, is kind of different than the last, but they're electronic dance music. And so, and especially after Human After All, which is their third studio album, I was expecting something a little more, you know, Robotronic. So the first song starts up and it's incredible, right? And it's like, holy shit. And then it drops into this really funky 70s groove. And the album, for the most part, really follows that. It's like a lot of vocals and a lot of funky seventies groove. And I remember the first time I listened to it and it's very enjoyable. I didn't dislike it, but I was like, well, that's not what I was expecting and not really what I wanted. And so I listened to it again and again and again and again. And I was just like, this is not what I wanted. But this is what I fucking needed. This is absolutely brilliant. Random Access Memories is such an incredible fucking album. Dude, Arguably every song on that best. album is a fucking banger, bro. I mean, Discovery is Discovery's really hard to beat. <laughs> that's a, one of the best albums ever made in the history of the world. So that's hard to beat. But Around the world, in fact. Random Access wow. Memories is pretty close. That was good. Around the world was on uh, Homework. Dude, there's so many good. I think Contact is probably my favorite song. When I have anxiety, I put Contact on. It just goes right away. But then there's like uh, the Giorgio Moroder song is fucking yeah, incredible. Dude. Even They're that new song, Infinity so Repeating Broom. Yeah. Fucking bust. Yeah, I mean, you could pick any fucking song on that. Every single song on that album is incredible. Uh, yeah. Toy Cartel says, I got to see the robots live once at the LA Sports Arena. That's oh, legendary. you lucky bastard. Chalice. That was like one of my life goals was to see Daft Punk live because they've only come to the United States, I think, like five times. Coachella. Yeah, they did Coachella twice. They did uh, uh, EDC a couple times, New York, Vegas. The Grammys a few times. The Grammys, uh, LA. And uh, that was one of my life goals, and now it seems like it won't ever happen again. So, What did you think of the Tron Legacy soundtrack? Oh, my bad. Oh, incredible, dude. When that movie was coming out, I bought... It was me and my girlfriend. Make that we your profile picture, see, <laughs> um, Tron IMAX 4D. Oh, shit. With the seats that move and shit. No way. Yeah. Oh, I mean, I probably would have seen that movie anyway, but the fact that Daft Punk did the score and they were in the movie, I was like, we're going all out. Like, I adore Daft Punk, so. Yeah. Yeah. Well, um... Anyone else? Y'all want to plug anything? Shoutouts? Anything? Anyone? Anybody? Sub to my gun channel, though, please. I need to get subs bad. Uh, quick uh, shout out for the Let's Get Nuts crew on Sunday this past week on the Ben Thomas show. We had six panelists there. Uh, it was awesome time. Uh, in fact, we had so many people, we actually had to kick one out. So thank you again to Chris for, for excusing himself so we could uh, allow, I think it was Lane Kramer and uh, Classy Thomas in, uh, which was awesome. But uh, if you guys missed the Sunday live show on the Ben Thomas show, go check it out. It was a really, really fun one uh, of Let's Get Nuts. Someone throw some super chats at Ben so we can get that 1080. That ten guest uh, streamyard. There's a lot of nuts going on there. 
<laughs> he needs a little bit more. Um, Sam Gis says we should digitally enhance every show with that pick over his face. Wow. <laughs> uh, Marco, we probably get a better audience. Let's be honest. <laughs> How dare you? I could only get so erect. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> No plugs for me this week. No. Fun, another fun show. We went off the rails and I loved it. Loved every second of it. So we do, baby. Just there's there's none of that. None of that. Never, never know what to expect here. Boringness here, yeah. Anyways, um Yeah, I think we're good here. I'm Zach. I'm Dean. I'm Marco. And I'm Ben. We'll catch you on the next episode. Bye.